The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, a welcome to it. Thank you for listening to this program. And thanks to our sponsors who pay for the party every week, our longtime sponsor, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Salt Lake Comic Con is back, and Dr. Volt's will be there. They will see you in September. They offer a comprehensive hold service. It's free, and with that, you get a 10% discount off purchases over $20 and the preview magazine for free. It's totally worth it. Open seven days a week at 2043 East 3300 South, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Our returning champion sponsor, Cabin Fever. They have been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap books, and gifts since they opened their doors in 1982. Currently located at the heart of Trolley Square, Cabin Fever has been helping the meek, the geek, the freak since day one in Salt Lake City. So much more than a card store. And our brand new sponsor, Patron XO Cafe, a coffee liqueur made with 100% de agave Patron Silver Tequila. And Roca Patron Silver, crafted exclusively from the 500-year-old artisanal Tahona process. Each bottle is hand-numbered and hand-finished. Taste how it's made. PatronTequila.com. Thank you for listening to the show. Let's get to it. I hate to tell you this, but downtown Boise is cooler than you. I want to stay on the topic of racism. My spidey sense is tingling. Well, first off, let me explain where that came from. He's there to give Clark a hard time. He put pity like on there. So oh, oh, he wrote pity like. Yeah, what a I dick! Mean, it's um, extremely racist against Nazis. That's the human. That's the original human. Yeah, is, I want to talk about a promise that I made. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome back to the basement. Woo! Yeah. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Ooh-wee. Wasn't that cool? Um, let's let's uh, <laughs> let's say hey to everyone. Hey everyone. Hey. Hey. Uh, hey guys. We'll start over here, Mr. Poopy Butthole. The podcast left. <laughs> did you just call him Mr. Poopy Butthole? Why'd you do yeah. that? Oh, I thought hey, we were he's a, Mr. Poopy Butthole. He's right over here. That's right actually probably between, between Shannon and <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Mr. Oh. Poopy Butthole's a beloved character. He is. Yes, I yes, wish I was him. as cool as Mr. Poopy Butthole. Uh, it's too bad we didn't make any bad memories with him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's, why, uh, that's why we had to shoot him. <laughs> producer and designated driver of the podcast, Quad T. Hey, it's good to be here. Hi. Am I good to die? It's been a while. <laughs> uh, check me out on Twitter if you want, at Quad T Tony. Or uh, check me out on uh, Gadget Spot podcast <laughs> on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher. So it's about gadgets and video games, <laughs> <laughs> and it's got uh, Jaron and Owen and 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 Excitable James. Ooh wee! <laughs> all right, all looking for the G spot. All, all we're all look, we're all on the hunt. Put on your miner's hat. Spelunking. <laughs> <laughs> We find it every two weeks. <laughs> well, at least you're finding it. Yeah. Every, every, every second Tuesday. You're actually beating the national average. <laughs> All right. No shit. Here he is, a keen spelunker in his own right. Oh, you betcha. Shannon Barnes and everyone. Hey. Hi. Ooh. How's it going? How's the pub quiz going? Oh, it's so fucking great. Now that with the patio's open and everything. Patio's yeah. open, and uh, we got a new and improved Jeffy. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Got a Spider Man trophy? Oh, trophy. Nice. Oh, the Jeffy. The trophy. <laughs> oh, yeah. We dug him up. And we I, thought dug you were, I thought you were dabbling in Jesus. super science again. <laughs> Frank and Jeffy. 
<laughs> you, you know, people always do that. I don't have a problem with dead people jokes. We didn't have a problem when we did the, the Rest in Peace episode on the way <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're we're yeah. speculating within the week that someone was wearing them. <laughs> uh, it's been weird seeing those uh, sci-fi Sunday nights. Oh, yeah. uh, if, if I may introduce your... your uh, in- Interrupt your introduction, sorry. Uh, Just quickly, I wanted to talk about that. On my Facebook page and on my Twitter, uh, once a week, I'm going to be uh, premiering the segments. Jeff and I hosted Star Trek reruns on Sunday nights on a local TV station, Z24. The UPN, you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And what it was, was uh, they'd have a new episode of Enterprise on, I think, Wednesday night. And then they'd rerun it on Sunday and throw an episode of Deep Space Nine on the back end. And so they thought, well, for two hours, you know, it's Star Trek reruns. What can we do? It's Sunday night. We're competing against everything. What can we do? And they called me and said, you have any ideas? I said, yeah, Jeff and I will come in. We'll do this. Mm-hmm. So it's just hosting segments. It's like the old cartoon shows, you know, where they you were, were Captain Cutlass. Where Captain Cutlass would introduce a Popeye cartoon. It was yeah. the same thing. <laughs> uh, so we'd write sketches and everything. So I yeah. debuted the first episode, which was at Burt's. Yeah. And uh, that was cool. That chick was hot. I, I do want yes. to point out. That's the hottest <laughs> chick that ever stood behind that bar. That's the thing. is that The cameraman. You remember the cameraman, Dennis, who, yeah. who, who got in touch with me this morning, as a matter of fact. Uh, he had contacts to all of these like actresses and everything. And he said, whenever you need, whenever you need attractive yeah. people on the TV, let me know. Well, more contact <laughs> with waitresses who wanted to act. <laughs> <laughs> and, then I, and then I jimmied my way in there. Yes. You, uh, you got in. You, you were... Uh, I was a Klingon. You're coming up in a, in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. You're Barn Talk the Unintelligible. Professor Barn Talk. Professor yeah. Barn Talk. I beat the shit out of uh, Jeffy with that club. With the club. <laughs> and uh, so that's that's yet to come. And then eventually you become the engineer of our ship, the USS Degenerate. Right. Mickey. Degenerate. <laughs> My name was Mickey. Mickey. He was our Irish engineer as opposed to our Scottish engineer. I, I do want to bring up what somebody said the other day that I heard it from you and a couple other people that Jeff didn't seem to age yeah, at all. Uh, well, yeah. But what needs to be said is that he looked like that when he was 18, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, fair so point. He, he, he looked 30. From the age of eighteen Fair until point. the day he died. So, so, but I, Mickey wasn't Irish. Remember, he was. Uh, I thought he was. Irish. No, he was a hick. I, I wore like a trucker. Hat. <laughs> oh, that's right. You did. And then I had like a tool belt. It was <laughs> essentially you. You were you were Irish hillbilly. Is what yeah. you were. I think. Uh, but but yeah, eventually Isn't that an oxymoron. <laughs> eventually, you'll get to see our our set, which the guys who made it, and I, I heard that one of them is uh, not not with us anymore. One really? of the guys who made the set mm. made it look just like the classic Enterprise. I mean, it, it was, it was I an really amazing I sometimes set. hate you guys. Remember, like, when it ended, <laughs> we were trying to figure out how to get it out of well, there? Well, he sold it. The guy who made it sold it to some collector, and that became the problem, is how does this guy get it to his house? He yeah. lives in California or some shit. <laughs> that was a lot of Peace problems. by peace. But, you know, but anyway. I, I just, I loved uh, action figures theater with that shit. So. Those, those are coming up, I think, third or fourth episode <laughs> we get there. That's uh, us playing with toys so and being nasty. Once a, week, once a week on my Facebook and on the, on the Twitter I'll be releasing those. I love on the first episode. We were watching it the other day. Let's put it on the Geek Show uh, Facebook, too. And you called your viewers uh, losers. The first episode. (laughs) First thing that we said. We're watching Star Trek reruns on a Sunday night. We're hosting it. Who's the loser here? You're the loser because you're home watching this. We're in a bar. (laughs) Oh, we got got hate mail, and I'll address that. Weren't you all actually winners? I mean, really? 
We were. The world <laughs> needs Star Trek now more than ever. And, I and, agree. And even 20 years ago. Yes. Then more than ever. Then. So everybody was a winner. Yes. Aww. Everybody. Anyway, so Shannon Barnes and Wayne. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Lucky 13, I'm sorry. Uh, Lucky 13, 830. Eight. I've been showing up late yeah. all the time. I don't know. Get there at 8. Get yeah, a, get there at 8. Get a table. Get a yeah, drink. if you want a table, you want to probably get there at 8. Yes. Uh, Lee George Cade, everyone. Hi. 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 How are you doing? Hi, hi, hi. Lee George K. So he's going to blow. He's <laughs> feeling free. You're no, feeling it's, free. It's Reaper from Overwatch being sociable. Oh, okay. Hi, hi, hi. I get it. Yeah, he does. That's oh, great. So, yeah, come, uh, come check out my restaurant, Fresh Eatery, at 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. Open Monday through Friday now, 11 to 8, because I'm tired of working six days a week, and uh, that's that. So That's good. Enjoy your weekend while I enjoy mine. And uh, you know, starting around Thursday, my name might be really entertaining to punch in on a search query on Amazon. Just saying. Well, come on now. Talk about that. Huh? Can you talk about that yet? Somebody's coloring book? No. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> come on. It was, uh, it was accepted. It met all of the uh, stringent requirements that Amazon has out for distribution. So my first published piece will be available on Amazon starting Thursday of this week. Nice. Oh, yeah. L-E-I-G-H. K-A-D-E. I was scared. I thought you were planning a shooting spree. Well, can I put up the thing saying... My name will be infamous. No. You guys aren't going to forget me! Because that book's just waiting for that incident. But it won't be a shooting anyway. It'll be a poisoning. I'll take all you sons of bitches when I go... Ooh-wee! Let's build some bad memories. But yeah, it's a, a, a Grimley's Beastly Oddities. It's a coloring book with stories. Is that your cup, Shannon? Yeah. Why is it flashing? Why is it flashing? It's at to me? Remind him to drink water. It's tell me to drink water. Seriously, which I never really? Yeah. If I could travel oh, back okay, in let's time, drink. if right. I could travel back in time and play any piece of, of audio that I've heard in my life, yes. it's my wife giving Shannon shit for needing a bottle that tells him when to drink water. <laughs> and that's what that's for. It flashes when you're supposed to yeah. drink water. Okay. That was that was my favorite thirty minute exchange well, I've ever heard. Well, we're going to drink tequila coming up, so stand Woo! by. Oh, God. Uh, hi, Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy Martin. Everyone, uh, watch me on KSL on the weekends for the next few weeks because Rio de Janeiro wants to kill everybody with their shit water <laughs> <laughs> and, and the Zika. You know, actually, I, you know, I've been like I've literally been watching MSNBC all day. He's our, he's our political day. junkie. And uh, this lady was there. It was just audio of her, mm-hmm. and she goes, "I'm." Literally standing uh, in the at the arena that they're having the opening ceremonies in, and <laughs> right where you're supposed to enter, there is an open uh, stream of, of raw sewage going <laughs> yep. by, and she's like, "Yeah, she's like, this you, is the weirdest thing I've ever." You seen. can't actually hear, and I'm surprised if you're not hearing this on the on the actual television feed of the Olympics. The protests outside of every single event are hundreds of thousands of people. Protesting the the level of, of poverty oh, yeah. in Brazil right yeah. now. Well, that and the locals are embarrassed that the, that the, uh, the the Olympic people oh. have not been doing their job yeah, to put on a proper games. Yeah. Right. Well, not only proper games, yeah. but you've got you've got one of the highest levels of poverty on the planet right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rio was doing pretty good ten years ago. Not well, now. That country's tell yeah. us. Everything's tainted. Yeah. Their, their well, entire government is is corrupt and, and being impeached. Well, that's what I was about to say. Welcome to a third world corrupt government company, but, but country. Ten, ten that's, years ago, that's what it's like. It, you know, Brazil was being was considered one of the up and coming yeah. uh, political structures, well, and now it's collapsed. Well, but. you're my you're my anthropologist, so let yeah. me ask you this: Is it conceivable that somewhere in that rainforest, uh-huh. that there is a tribe who has no idea? No. 
What's going on? Not anymore. Not anymore? 30 years ago, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 40 years ago, the Yanomamo might have wandered out and said, what the fuck is this? But right. yeah, it's He not. just made that up. The Look what? how far they've uh, come. No, Yanomamo, that's Anthro 101, Shannon. Yanomamo? All right. <laughs> Yanomamo, that's Brazil. So With that said, I'll still so watch Jimmy, the hell out of it. The Olympics. I love watching the Olympics. Oh, you do? Uh, love it. Oh, I just realized there's, open, there's I'll, I'll, open rivers of shit everywhere. Yeah. Where sure. Guys, I lived in a third world country for two years. It's nasty. Yeah, but I, I mean, I had to I had to cross open rivers of poop, poop, <laughs> all Ooh-wee. kinds of poop. Yeah. I but I'll I'll pop my shoes off at three in the morning and watch shot put just because yeah. because I can. Why so, do you have to take your shoes off? Because it makes it more relaxing. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he doesn't I mean, want to get poop on his also, shoes. Also, why are your yeah. shoes on at three a.m.? Because I I woke up from he, drinking when he fell asleep. <laughs> well, I, I think they figure after Yeltsin. A couple of years back, they're just like, hey, you well, can be corrupt as fuck and still get the Olympics. So. And, and, and Sue threw it at me this morning. She goes, you realize 20 years ago you were in Atlanta yeah. where Jimmy Martin was yeah. for the Olympics. I was yeah. there. And I slept through the bombing, just so you know. I, I did, too. <laughs> I was down there. It was, uh, they, they lowered the drinking age, I think, in some areas because the Europeans were pissed. And a legend wow. was born. <laughs> That's where it went. And when Salt Lake had the Olympics, I didn't have any tickets. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to get the hell out of here. I had Disney World passes. My mom's like, you sure you don't want to go? It's like a once-in-a-lifetime chance. I'm like, no, we already had it. Yeah. <laughs> and, I go, and ours was bigger and it's much fucking better. So, <laughs> so Ours is pretty fucking fun. I heard it was pretty Yeah, cool. we had a good time. Thanks to Mitt Romney. But again, oh, thanks, Mitt. back to Brazil. Anytime you want to have a good time at an Olympic place, find the Brazilians. You will have a good time. Yeah, that's that's a, just a rule of thumb, just for you. Uh, anyway. Along with that, uh, watch me on Big Movie Mouth Off, read me in Slug, uh, Arrow, Mediocre Show, and Good Old Geek Show. Before I forget, at the end of this episode, yes, uh, I interviewed the cast of Pete's Dragon. Yeah, yeah. So that includes the kids in the beginning. Uh, then we'll go to the bubbly and beautiful Bryce Dallas Howard. I, I was hoping you were going to say Robert Redford. <laughs> And also the non-karaoke singing Robert Redford. What, <laughs> Did would, that surprise you? Would not, no. yeah. would not play. I almost didn't. Well, he kind of laughed at it. He goes, Carrie goes, oh, I don't have one. He goes, and I've really never done karaoke. I think he goes, so that's my answer, the no music man or something like that. <laughs> I was like, all right, sure. No, um, he's super nice, though. Are you going to review the movie on this episode? I probably it's, can. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll you do can? it later. At the end of the episode. Sure. I don't back. think Disney has a, an embargo on that okay one. With that. Did he say Hell Hydra? Who? Robert well, Redford. I would have. I would have. He mouthed it. I would have begged him to. <laughs> and he raised his hand. Please, like Mr. Redford. <laughs> <said>. <laughs> Hail Hydra. That's Hail all Hydra. I want. That's all I want. I vaguely remember something. Cool. Like that. Right. We actually had a really good conversation. You'll hear it, but like it's all about um, the future of independent and Hollywood cinema and like, oh, the oh. disappearance of theaters. I thought that's, that's I, something he might know about. If I could yeah. ever ask him a question, it would be about. What it was really like when he went to go get sandwiches for that group of people he worked with. They were all people that read for the CIA, but when he came back, they were all dead, and he had to go on the run for three days. Wasn't that in a movie? His name was Condor. Three days of the Condor. The Condor. Yeah. It's like a great movie. But hey, we have a host. Oh, hi. We do. His How name doing? is Carrie Jackson. Hi. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. Hi. I'm not working weekends anymore either, so oh. good for you. Good for you. Good for uh, you. Like X- ever? X96.com. You done? Probably not. I don't, I don't, I just don't feel the need to get out there as that's much what anymore. The, that's what the youth is for. Nope. And the youth doesn't want to do it. A so. lot of, no, a lot of it is, is just stuff that I've done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if you want to find me, you can find me. It's not like I, I have to go out there. Right. You don't want to go sit at a car dealership all day anymore? I was just thinking the same thing. And there's that. But there's free popcorn. Yay! <laughs> so, you know, it, it used to be that everybody was working for the weekend, but now we're just working to stay home and, and stay chill. Right? Yes, exactly. 
We've, all, we've done it all. Uh, but as an old boss of mine used to say, if you're not in the office, you're not working. Is that right? <laughs> I was like, I you are so old. That's a, dumb. That's that a, is, that yep. is dumb. That's a baby if, boomer mentality yeah. of the workplace. I right come there. home and I get more work done than I do at work. It's true. That's uh, a lot of us. Anyway, yeah. so, uh, yeah, uh, I'm on X96. You can follow Geek Show on Twitter, at Geek Show. Instagram is at Geek Show Podcast. Oh. Facebook, search Geek Show. This is all one word, by the way. Periscope. 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 Pooperscope. Periscope. Because it was Pooperscope earlier. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, Periscope is Geek Show, and Snapchat is Geek Show, also one word. Woo! Yeah, but that's uh, only if you want to hang out with Jay. That's true. That's true. Uh, Jay says hi, by the way. Uh, He does. I spoke with him earlier, and he he wishes all of you well, and he says he will be back soon. Nice. Can we say for what? Uh, Not yet. Okay. Uh, But uh, we're working on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Excitable James has got our uh, Geek Show merch tab expanded now. On the website, go to geekshowpodcast.com and click on the uh, merchandise right now. And and show these guys this stuff, by the way. Oh, I'll model the one. Um, Finally. I've been well, waiting for fucking eight years. Are we this. making that available in a week or so? We can make it available today. We'll make it available as you're listening to this. Eight years I've waited for this. The classic Geek Show t-shirt is available, which which everyone knows and loves. Yes. Very, very fine material. Wonderful stuff. We'll have the new design of the Geek Show Fit shirt out soon. The flasks are available. Tony, it's on the shelf right behind you. Oh, can yeah. you see it? Would you Don't touch the flask, Tony. Would you hold yeah. it up and model it? I've had a couple um, of recommendations for the flask. The the flasks yeah. are uh, very popular. Uh, Bigger. Uh, we need a we need a jumbo uh, size though. Yeah. Well, none of the cameras are pointed in my direction, so I don't know if anyone saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, I'll James. Take care of that. Uh, the shot glasses are available still. Uh, you can see James has the sunglasses uh, are available as well. Ooh, let me and see the red one. Also, the uh, the Geek Show summer hoodie <laughs> is available, and uh, those are those are nice. Those are going well, right? But uh, here we're debuting, and these are available now. Two styles of hats. This, yeah. this oh, this is, is the battle? This is the hat battle. Yep. Shannon has the, uh, the Shannon Barnson edition Geek Show hat. This will not actually fit my head. And this hey, one is the... It's a snapback. And this is what you do. You get your hat. You no, shake no, no. the brim. No, 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 no. Not if it's the Jay Whitaker. No, the Jay, when you keep the sticker you on, keep and it, the brim you keep flat, the brim right? flat and the okay. sticker on. And see, that's, so, that's about as far as a hat will go on my head. So that's the, that's the, that's the Jay Whitaker. <laughs> I look, I look like somebody with uh, brachiocephaly. So this is the Jay hat, and this is the Shannon hat. Nice. So the Shannon is a traditional trucker's hat, where he insists that you bend the. <laughs> Bend the brim. Oh. <laughs> that's, how wear, that's how a man wears a hat. We got patches too. Now, how, how does what? the patches what? work? What? 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 How do the patches work? Is it? Is it you? Uh, we'll figure it out. Stay tuned on Facebook. We'll figure I it out. I think you just yeah. sew them on stuff. What's going to happen is is that these patches will soon be available. They may be available with purchase or separately. We'll see. We're, we we got to figure that out. Maybe a Comic Con. But you can customize any article of clothing or what have you with a cloth embroidered geek show. And there's the shot glasses. Like so the t-shirts action, right? are 25. The flasks are only 18. Shot glasses starting at 9. Uh, summer hoodies at 30. Sunglasses at 13. And that includes taxes and shipping. So there you go. <laughs> I, left my, I left my shot glass in my car I left on my the console. In El Segundo. And uh, I, my, my boss is uh, from Russia. And he was in town the other day, and he's like, "You do a lot of you do a lot of drinking in your car, Tony." <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> busted. Well, you could you could have scored some points with a Russian. I man. know. I should have pulled out a promotion. Yeah, I should have told him I drink all the vodka. All right, uh, we'll start with a letter. Ah, Wait, letters. 
Do you have it? Oh, I don't. I don't oh. have it ready. Well, you'll, God. you'll have it ready by the end of the. You'll, you'll edit it in. I was gonna take. I wasn't ready. It's my I was. Fault. I was gonna take a picture of how I look right now, but I don't think we can handle the sudden rise in pregnancy rates. That's true. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, this is a this is a letter from uh, from Gus. Uh, as as follows. Uh, hey, wanted to give you and the Geek Show panelists a hearty thanks and a harumph for being so awesome. Oh, why do we get a harumph? Yeah. Harumph. Harumph's bad. That's what no, I thought. I thought harumph was when you agree with stuff. Uh, on Blazing Saddles? Oh, yeah. I didn't get a harumph from that guy. I think that's what he's references. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I've been a geek ever since I was a young warthog. I grew and up. I was a young warthog. <laughs> Thank you. Very nice. I grew up watching Next Generation, uh, playing with Star Wars toys, beating the living shit out of Contra without using the cheat code. What bullshit! And uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, watching the Michael Keaton Batman movie over a hundred times in a summer after it came out on VHS. Nice. Fast forward a few decades or so, I find myself doing office monkey doldrums, languishing in office space type hell most of America finds itself in. Uh, here's where you guys come in. Yeah, I, you saved my ass on Mondays. But what you guys do is far more than just being funny and insightful fuckers once a week. We're insightful? What the fuck? Where did that happen? So. Whoa. Um, <laughs> it was news to me. I've always had an act for writing books Big. and recently books. finished <laughs> and, and recently finished my first novel. I'm also starting to push my blog a little bit more by publishing movie reviews and articles about geeky topics. The hope is that someday I can quit the half-assed doldrum job for something far more fun. And I want to tell him, please, don't push the blog too hard. You don't want to blow an O-ring. That's true. <laughs> All of you are examples of doing what you want and saying fuck it to the world. Fuck it, world. You guys are my motivational speakers, even if you don't realize it. As I settle into reading the 70H... The 70th rejection email from a literary agent. Know that you and the panel are pushing me to keep submitting my book, to keep blogging. Someday I'll be right where I want to be, and I'll have, uh, and uh, you will all have had part to play in my geeky success. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Geek Show says, hey, and, and can we get Jay back? I need some workout motivation. Yay! Sincerely, J.K. Rowling. Sincerely. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> something Lady, well, cut me a check! Well, this is... This is <laughs> That's an old letter. This is uh, J.K.'s uh, male pseudonym, Gus. Gus! Right. Gus! <laughs> okay, I, I just have one thing to say. Gus, yeah. hold on to those rejection letters. They are so entertaining in 20 years. Are they? Okay. Yeah, I have stacks. I, and if you ever come by the, the house, uh, Casa Decade, you can actually ask to see the, the rejection letters. Mm -hmm. But I have rejection letters from every comic strip syndicate in the country. The newspaper syndicates that used to exist. Mm -hmm. uh, like King Features, Universal Syndicate, all Remember those. those. Yeah, because yeah. I, I used to, about every three years, put together a 30 days worth of comic strips. That was the submission requirement to submit yourself to a newspaper funny book or funny strips. And uh, the rejection letters were fantastic. If you got a form letter, you knew that your shit was shit. <laughs> if you got a form letter with a handwritten note, then you knew that you would actually maybe... maybe Caught their eye. Got the actual editor's eye instead yeah. of the monkey's eye. Mm -hmm. And if you got just a handwritten note or a personalized note, then you knew that if you kept submitting for another 10 years, you might get more handwritten notes. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, my favorite was one year from, from uh, King Features. Uh, we're talking Popeye people, right? Yeah. I got a, from this editor said, Lee, this is fantastic. Your art is phenomenal. The story doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> <laughs> the next year, or two years later, the rejection letter, same guy. Lee, your story is fantastic. I love your storytelling. I just can't get behind the art. What? Wow. Did, did the art look the same? Yes. You should have photocopied them back and sent them back to him. And said, oh, no, I, I just keep them and, sure? and, and wipe my tears with them, mostly. Maybe, maybe it was a different guy with the same name. 
Could have been. Hmm. Yeah, but you know, with a name Mr. King Features, you just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, specific. now I'm laughing because I don't think I, I think half of those syndicates are probably failing. So probably, uh, probably. you know, self-published comics are the way to go. All right, all right. So let's uh, let's move forward. Let's try to be as spoiler-free as possible. Han uh, dies. Han dies. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, what? With uh, with Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. I'm the only one here that hasn't seen it. Are there really? Well, I mean, weird. like, I feel I'm, bad. I'm not trying to... Are there, like, any big spoilers in it? Like, no. Nah. Not really. Well, I will say that well, you've seen you've seen a lot of the best parts of the movie yeah. already. Because they sure as hell cut a trailer mm. out of the best parts of the movie. Not doing it. Um, film critic, you want to start? Yeah, sure. Um, so I... I was adhering to my New Year's resolution to not watch trailers. So mm-hmm. the last one I saw before it came out was the Bohemian Rhapsody one. Mm-hmm. So that was a while ago. So like a lot of it wasn't ruined for me. I, but I've heard that uh, I got a message from somebody that said that they could probably cut the entire fucking movie together oh, yeah. from the trailers, yeah. you know. It's all out there. Um, but, you know, uh, I haven't watched the Batman v Superman uh, Ultimate Edition yet. I need to. Because everybody uh, who I've talked to. Yeah, we're we're going to talk about this, I think. Yeah, yeah. we will. Because that will happen in, I think, uh, needs to be a part of the Suicide Squad uh, chat. But, uh, you know, so I didn't really go in with a high expectation. I still think it's not perfect. I'm going to say that on the outright. But well, it's shit for editing. It's, 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 it's got some, some editing problems. It's got some, I think, some creaky dialogue. Pretty cliched. Um, I never really had too much problem with the. Well, I mean. There's some at the end that really bogged me because the, my biggest issue with this movie is the villain. Yeah. I, it She's kind of dopey. Well, it's I mean, and that's that might be a spoiler for, for a know, movie cause... for a movie that begs to be a heist movie, a la Ocean's Eleven. They sure did spend a lot of money on a 12 foot tall CGI poop monster. Yeah. Kinda. I mean, I mean, he was cool looking, but he didn't need to be. But that. she's also a shitty actress. I'm well, sorry. I'm not even talking about her. I'm talking about. The, the, the big guy? The big guy. Yeah, the, it, looked, the it looked guy, bad. The big guy was so unnecessary. It's yeah. like you have this entertaining movie with entertaining, engaging villains yeah. that have good dialogue and good rapport and good chemistry. And in my opinion, a fantastic Joker who's not oh, in it that much. I but, think Leto was fine. Yeah. He creeped the fuck out I of me, which him. is what the Joker needs to and do. And his, his laugh. Like that, I mean, if oh, anything yeah. with any Joker is a laugh. And it's so yeah. creepy yeah. and, and like almost like... If you, slightly perverted. Yeah. You know? If you love your classic DC shit, there's actually about a three-second shot of one of the greatest Joker Harley covers ever. Yeah, that was Alex in the, Ross. Yeah, she's in, in the tux. Oh, and he's nice. in the tux, yeah. and she's in. She's got the, the, the head tails and the, the, the classic one-piece suit. Yeah. It's a yeah. Harlequin. The ones, yeah, and, and it's, it's fantastic. And they do a lot of great homage <laughs> to some great DC stuff. Yeah. But the editing, I, I've heard that uh, Ayer had one cut. Yeah, that he presented, yeah. and Warner Brothers said, oh, no, this isn't funny enough. And they went back and reshot some stuff and did their own cut. Yeah. And this is kind of a bastardized He says that He says two. that this version is his, and he says he made it for the fans, and that's the way I want it. That's what okay, he's saying. Well, if he did, so I don't he know. did a sloppy edit. I, yeah. It, I will it say, feels like two different editors went to town. It does, to me. Yeah. yeah. Carrie and I were both talking about it, and I think we're both under the, the acting is fantastic. Except for Killer Croc. Why guy's, is, guy's got a fucking cinder block in his mouth. Well, yeah. and my question is, did he need to be in the movie? No. Well, that's another problem. Well, There's too many characters. A, supposed to be King Shark. There's. It was supposed to be King Shark. And I understand why. CGI King Shark. Would have been though expensive. he looked great on Flash. Yeah. Uh, but there's, but there's, he could have been cut from the movie, and I don't think we'd have noticed. You could it, was, out, it was great to see him, but, you know. Yeah. You could knock out three characters, and then it'd be fine. But then you don't have a squad. You don't even need to knock out the three <laughs> characters. I'm sorry. The, the whole thing with the whole thing with Enchantress, she's part of the squad, and then she goes off on her own storyline. Not going to spoil anything about it. Yeah. You could have cut all of that out, 
cut out the thing with the big 12-foot-tall dude that's stomping around in the movie that, that literally shows up, causes some problems, and then disappears after a cool fight. Um, you could have cut all of that shit out and just had a heist movie, and you would have had a simpler movie that highlighted all seven or eight characters and all of their strengths and weaknesses. I mean, Ocean's Eleven, great movie, both times. Yeah. Three times. I'm talking about the original Ocean's Eleven (laughs) with Frank. Four times. Uh, (laughs) Now, here's the thing. You're listening to this, and you're thinking they're shitting all over the movie. No. No. I liked it. No, we liked liked it. I will say this. We liked it. I've seen it twice now. I actually liked it more the second time I saw it. Oh, okay. There's a lot. But I will say this. Will Smith is great in it. There's a lot. Margot Robbie is fantastic. Leto is fine. Yes. I mean, she fucking rocked that role. And if if Captain Boomerang had had three more minutes of screen time, I would have fucking screamed. Because, first off, I I fucking love Digger Harkness. He's a great character. He's so much fun. But the way he's playing this, where he's got this uh, pink unicorn fetish, and he's constantly like running around grabbing beers and trying to protect his stuffed pink unicorn, and yeah. and it killed me because I, I think, and again, I think it's things that they did in post production that I didn't like. I didn't like how it, it felt like uh, Ed Hardy was the art designer when, yes. it, when it would be like, you know, um, you know Harley Quinn, and like the, and the text that. would come up and I like that. I didn't like it. I fucking loved. Took me right out of it. I was like, I don't. I'll figure it out. That's that's so comic book schlocky that that I that I ate it up. But it's comic book schlocky, but it didn't add anything to the to the story. No, it added it added some style that was greatly lacking. I didn't like it. No, don't need to, of course. But I I got I was completely on board with that. The soundtrack was insanely good. Yep, great soundtrack. I said to Jimmy as we were leaving, I said they paid a fortune for the rights to all those songs. Yeah, unless they have a record company in their pocket. That's true. Um, Warner Brothers Records. Warner Brothers. Wait yeah. a minute. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is that I, it, and it's the same issue I had with Apocalypse, is making your villain too powerful in mm-hmm. the sense that this guy is leveling fucking buildings mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden Harley Quinn comes up with like a baseball bat and like tries to hit him. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then, I won't say who the villain is, but you know, they're all up there with their weapons. They've had a big sword fight. Everything goes, and she's like, enough, and snaps her fingers and they all drop their weapons. I'm like, so yep. you can just control them. Yep. Like, what, why are we fighting? <laughs> and, and let's also keep in mind that the twelve foot guy, um, who's leveling cities yeah. and all this other shit, was taken out with thermite. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. That, there's yeah. a lot of shit that doesn't and make a, any and sense. A, and a sewer. It's a comic book. Movie so, but again, Christ but again, still had a good time though. Again, yeah, we're not shitting on you it. Yeah. You could have dropped that whole because basically somebody, I think at Warner Brothers said, we need a twelve foot tall fire monster, <laughs> and so um, we need to do that instead yeah. of because again, Suicide Squad might. I walked out of that going, oh, my God, if Amanda Waller had sent them, knowing full well, everybody knows Amanda Waller knows who Bruce Wayne is. Yeah. yeah. If she had sent them to Wayne Manor to get something, that would have been a fucking <laughs> That would have been fun. Because <laughs> all of them running around Wayne Manor while Batman's hunting them, and the Batman scenes in this movie see if, uh, see yeah. if Now, you DC guys, see if I'm correct on this. They, they finally got Amanda Waller right. Yeah, the Ola Davis was fucking awesome. She's well, such an asshole. Right? I have one problem. Okay, she's still too skinny. <laughs> she does weigh like <laughs> she does weigh like four hundred pounds in the you, comics. Yeah, no. No. actually, though, when they retconned it though in the new Fifty Two, she wasn't fat. No, no, but yeah, yeah. Well, you, got, you got Viola Davis there. I, mean, oh, no, I thought she was, she was a badass. She was, oh, she fantastic. You know. A heartless asshole. Yeah. So, a giant so, fucking asshole. So they got her right. Yeah. And Will Smith played Will Smith better than he's ever Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> but he was Will Smith killing people. That's oh, true. He was, he was a um, great dead yeah. shot. But he was he was charming. Um, the Harley and Joker stuff Creepy. was all, I thought, terrific. And if that's, your, if that's your idea of a good relationship, reassess some things. <laughs> yes. yeah. um, but that's what I wanted. See, here's, here's my take on it. I think this would have made a great Netflix series. Mm-hmm. I wanted more mm-hmm. of the of Harley the of the Harley Joker the therapy sessions. The origins. Yeah. Um, and and what made me want that is 
is this that's in front of us here, the killing joke, and we'll get to that coming up. I want that dialogue. I want that play back and forth the between most, the two of them. He was the most comic accurate Joker, I think. I really, I think so too. He, he uh, also his gang was killing me. One of them's wearing a panda suit. Another Which, one's yeah. wearing a leather jacket and a cardboard box. Yeah, another one's wearing a fake Batman mask. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know it's. Yeah, he he was sinister and 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 very much a manipulative fucker. But and, I I want to see that I want to yeah. see those scenes, man. Yeah. I want to see the seduction. I want to see yeah. that happen. I think that needs to be its like own, how she got there. Like how she got there. I because, know behind the scenes, a lot of people were having problems with Jared Leto because he was so method that he was freaking the fuck I, out of him. You know, so. When he walks in that window, he goes blah 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 yeah. blah blah yeah. blah blah. I, like, I oh, had God. a dream. <laughs> I had a dream the other night with Jared Leto in it, <laughs> and he was acting all weird and jokery, yeah. and I just looked at him and go. I get it, dude. You played the Joker in my dream. <laughs> but there, there is a, there is a when when he, what what I love about his character in this is that he, I think he's trying to be the good guy. He's going to go save his girlfriend. Well, yeah, in his uh, mind, yeah, in know, his mind, in and his so, mind, ba- bad guys in their minds are not right. They're bad. doing the right, doing the right thing. So know, when so. he shows up in his fucking dinner tuxedo, yes, <laughs> <laughs> right. No, see, this is what I got out of this movie: is that come on, baby? <laughs> I want to see that Joker going yeah. against the goddamn Batman. That's you will. What I, yeah. I, see. I have no doubt in my mind you know? that you will. So that got me excited for that, and I think they pulled you know? 150. Oh, it's a huge weekend. Yeah, it's, it's, I haven't looked at it yet. It's so, a huge weekend. It's it's beaten you know, it's beaten well, like Guardians and things like that. And, and of course, everybody's shitting all over Leto. I, they no. shouldn't. They shouldn't. Well, no. and they are because of Ledger. Well, they're mean? both great jokers in their yeah. own right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're different. But you know, people were walking into this just. like... I mean, I can say that Ledger was my favorite Joker, and that does not diminish how much I like the Leto Joker because it's it's different. Any DC movie is just like the Ghostbusters. People are walking in with an agenda. Yeah. True. They're just going to shit on it no matter what. That's so true. Well, and the yeah. Ghostbusters agenda is is bullshit. I mean, you, you really you really want to have some fun. Go go yeah. read any article about the new Ghostbusters movie. The same guys that have been trying to torpedo this movie since six months before it came out. Yes, are the only ones posting on the on the comments too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. This was a bunch of shit. All they did was shit on the fans and blah 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 blah. It's like you go ahead and hold this up against Ghostbusters too and tell me which production <laughs> team shit all over the fans. Right. Exactly. Dan Aykroyd did. Yeah. Well, and oh, who was an executive producer on the new movie? Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. So yeah. shut up. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, we're we're not we're not giving negative reviews no. to Suicide Squad. Don't I, misinterpret what we're saying. I, we're just, I don't know. remember when. Yeah. You you uh, were very when we were happy. done. I was like, that was the funnest. I had a good time. It was with the it. most mm-hmm. fun DC movie that they yeah. put out with yeah. like the new stuff. But, I but said we, when we walked out, they were like, Jimmy, what do you think? And I said, they're. And I liked it a little bit more the second time, but I said DC is taking a step in the right direction yeah. of balancing action kinda, and drama and comedy. They they need to. I mean, it's Warner Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they seem to trust the guys making the Harry Potter movies. Why don't they step back and trust the people that they're well, hiring to make their, that's their DC I've, movies? I've got that story actually now. Please illuminate, uh, please. Me on this, uh, I I really because both this Batman vs Superman after watching the director's cut of that, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. I, well, yeah. We're, I want to. I definitely yeah. want to get into. That. Well, here's the thing is that, and, and we talked about this last week. Jeff Johns now has been placed in charge, and you know he's a comic book guy from way back. Will they let him make the movies? Uh, he's he's going to be kind of <laughs> like the Feige. Yeah, he's their Kevin Feige. Okay. So that makes me feel good. So good. Well, Johns Johns knows his stuff. Yeah, and he writes good comics. And as far as this movie, I get the feeling back to Batman V. I want to see an ultimate edition of this movie. I think because I think that there's stuff that is on the cutting room floor that will help it. I think that that's probably going to be DC's model. 
But that shouldn't be DC's model. You well, should be the, putting the a good reason, movie out first. The, well, yeah. I, obviously. But the only reason I say that is because unless you just need to start trimming some more fat is that it's very hard to push a three-hour movie into a theater. We talked about right, that. Right, but, yeah. so but somehow Peter That's Jackson true. managed to pull that off with every Lord of the Rings movie, and when he put out his expanded edition that was four hours long, it just made it better. So yeah. it took a phenomenal Lord of the Rings movie that you sat through for three hours, and then, oh, I'm going to get this two-disc edition that has an hour of extra shit on it. Because mm-hmm. Batman v Superman... What's out as the as the ultimate edition? Mm-hmm. That's what should have been in theaters yeah. because okay. it is a better movie. All right, so and let's talk about that. I finally watched it this week because I was sick, and I was like, "Well, I got three hours. I'm just laying here on the couch." And uh, so, remember when we saw it? Yeah, mm-hmm. we were done. And I was like, "I should have liked that." Your, a your lot words more. were, "I should have liked like, it more than I did." Yeah. Yep. And had a I didn't hate it. Afterwards. I didn't, hate, didn't it, hate it. You know. Yeah. I didn't, you know. I, and I was happy to finally see it happen. But I was like. Should like that more. So <laughs> I watched the Ultimate Edition, and I and I put this out on Facebook. When I was done, I was like, so that 30 minutes they cut out explains the whole... It's, it explains it the movie. It explains the whole story. Yeah. The whole... All the characters' motivations. When, when you realize, Why they got where they were. When you realize that, that that dinner party scene where Clark where he introduces Clark and Bruce together yeah. and, they, and they automatically don't like each other and he's acting like a squirrely frat boy. Yeah. Uh, that's an act. He already knows they're Batman and Superman. Yes. He's pitting them against each other from the very beginning yeah. of the movie. Yes. He's a fucking mastermind. Not right. a squirrely little shithead. I, I walked out, like, when I was done, I was like, I hate Lex Luthor 30% less. <laughs> you know? He's not Mark Zunkerkunt. No. Like, it, <laughs> seriously, like, the story's actually good. Yeah. But you if there's, I mean? if there's, and, there's and it's, like, it gave a whole new, like, the even just, like, this is the, this is the big example I have. I remember watching it, and I'd just be like, what the fuck? Like, when we saw it in the theaters, what the fuck? How the fuck did Lois Lane, all of a sudden, she's there where they're fighting? Or, yeah. you know what I mean? or as Jimmy pointed out, where's all of Clark Kent's dialogue? Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. I was totally like, I was like, so, remember, like, so at the end, big end fight, all of a, like, yeah. at one point, Lois is at the Daily Planet, and then all of a sudden, she's there. Yeah. And I was like, how the, f- she, she can't get there that fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, did well, she get, she borrowed the helicopter. Well, I, did they show that? Yeah, they showed yeah. that in the movie. Uh, yeah. I, don't know. Right. I yeah. thought that was cut out. But no, it, was I good. loved it. I thought it was so good. But it was that, that goes back to, if, if this is DC's model, maybe they should learn this from, uh, okay, Sucker Punch, largely ridiculed Zack Snyder movie. Uh, the director's cut 40 minutes longer. It's actually a really good movie. <laughs> um, Watchmen, which we liked in the, the theatrical cut, yeah. but the director's cut of it, also the, a the, Zack Snyder movie. It is also called The Ultimate Edition. It, it is also a fantastic and movie. It, 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 it flows and makes so sense. So trust your director to make a good movie yeah. and... Well, my Maybe. thing is, like, why didn't they cut out about, oh, I don't know, three dream sequences Yeah, yeah. that added really nothing to the movie? Yeah, yeah. Still, even the one in the in the desert with the... With the parademons? Just, yeah. I'm yeah. just like... Comrade that's Batman. T- well, it's cool looking, but it, it doesn't need to be there. It's cool. It may foreshadow what's coming up in the future, but it's not necessary. Yeah. Yeah, not necessary. Yeah, but I'll say that and the... Still, uh, Costner. Costner piled up the rocks. Doesn't, doesn't need to happen. I still don't right? get that. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, there, there's also a couple in Suicide Squad. There's a couple of uh, cameos that you don't know about, and we're not going to tell you about them. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, but the uh, so the, the, the the bust of of Captain Boomerang uh, <laughs> just about jumped up and screamed because I was not expecting that cameo. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, so all oh, night. I, could, I, I thought you were talking like a statue bust. No, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> just, just the the guy who was supposed to bust Captain Boomerang yeah. busted Captain. Right. Boomerang. I will say back to the Ultimate Edition. I gave it what two, like two and a half stars. The Ultimate Edition. The no, no, the the original. The original. I would give it a straight up three and a half. Counts, the Ultimate. Our yeah. buddy Count said it makes it makes it a four star. It makes, yeah, it, it makes it a very it's, good movie. It's, it's yeah. a good movie. It's a yeah. potty break movie, but it's a yeah. good movie. And, and the other thing is, if you don't want a long movie with lots of ex, lots of visual exposition, don't watch a Zack Snyder movie because that's what he does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, he's a visual storyteller. All right, uh, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about uh, Killing Joke on uh, Blu-ray, Woo. and uh, we need to uh, hear from our new sponsor. Oh God. <laughs> um, her. Oh, oh okay. You're I'm gonna excited. Love it. You're going to love it. I am excited. No, this is this is good stuff. I, You're going to love it's it. It's your fault. After these messages, we'll be right back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in August at Dr. Volt's. Ah, I know they've been working on this. They're getting ready. Salt Lake Comic Con is back, and Dr. Volt's will be there. They will see you there in September. Look for them. Marvel's hit Darth Vader series is sadly coming to an end. See the Dark Lord of the Sith off with 40-page giant issue filled with contributions from some of comics' greatest talents. Starting this month, Scott Snyder and John Romita Jr. join forces to reimagine the Dark Knight's greatest villains in All-Star Batman. DC Rebirth continues with the new Suicide Squad. Task Force X is sent on a deadly mission to retrieve a powerful cosmic item that has fallen into enemy hands. The Bad Guys Doing Good starts this month by comic legend Jim Lee and Rob Williams. You know, comics have never been better. There's some great stuff out there, not just Marvel and DC. Dr. Volts has a lot of independent comics and smaller publishers as well. Don't believe me? Go check for yourself. They offer a comprehensive hold, or as some call it, pull service. It's free. And with that, you get a 10% discount off purchases over $20 and the preview catalog for free. Totally worth it. You never miss an issue or an item. They're open seven days a week at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Cabin Fever has been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts since it opened its doors in 1982. Currently located at the heart of Charlie Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever has been helping the meek, the geek, and the freaks since day one. New arrivals this month include those uh, retro action figures that I collect, the reaction three-pack of Ripley, the Alien Queen, and the Power Loader from Aliens. Also new, miniature versions of the classic arcade games of Pac-Man and Space Invaders. I've seen these as well. They're very cool. In addition to the new arrivals, Cabin Fever also has a new adult coloring book section. These coloring books are much more detailed and design-oriented than the children's coloring books, you know, and they help your creativity flow. Cabin Fever's collection includes Lord of the Rings, Doctor Who, Harry Potter, and more. If coloring isn't your thing, check out their jigsaw puzzles. How about a Kill Bill jigsaw puzzle? They also have Star Trek. Playing cards. They got Dawn of the Dead and Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. A huge selection of lunch boxes and, of course, rubber duckies. It's Cabin Fever. In Trolley Square. So much more than a card store. Hey, everybody. This is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show Podcast. And my wife, Kat Martin, has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh, yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Cats Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. 
With 17 years experience, Kat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Kat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Kat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yes. And we're back. Yeah. All right. Uh, our, uh, our new uh, sponsor is... Danger. <laughs> <laughs> Roca Patron Silver. Oh. And uh, Patron Exo Cafe. What is the Exo Cafe? It's that a, is a that is a, a coffee liqueur made what? made from tequila. Yeah, I love coffee. We'll get to that in the next. And episode. I love liqueur. And yeah. that was the end of Lisa's. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll we'll get to that in the next episode. You're gonna, love, you're gonna love this. Okay, this is some great shit. Okay, but this this new stuff, the Roca Patron Silver. I need to tell you about this. This is Please. not this is not a shooting tequila. This isn't my grandfather's no. tequila. No, this is a sipping tequila. This tequila is aged. No. Most tequilas are not. I don't know how okay. to do that. I know you get impatient. <laughs> um, <laughs> They have this uh, process called the Tahona process. This is all handmade. I mean, this is all done by hand. At the, if you can see yeah. the a, writing on the yeah. side there, handwritten number on the side, handwritten numbers of the batch and they, everything. They they hand grind their agave plants. Well, it's 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 ground by a giant stone wheel. It's called the Tahona process. Yeah, and it's a two ton volcanic stone wheel. It's pushed. It's pushed by uh, Sumerians, <laughs> like at the beginning of Conan the Barbarian. It's it's a uh, it it. it Crushes the cooked agave, and that's the basis for this. I mean, this is really this is like the the, the woman who gave it to me said this is a, this is a sipping tequila, not a shooting tequila. Okay, and 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 so let's uh, first of all for the video, do you see that that bottle that is gorgeous. a beautiful is a really bottle, beautiful bottle, really cool on there. Bottle. Now I stuck it in the freezer because uh-huh. that, that was her serving recommendation yeah. is to serve it cold. Yeah, and we're not savages. And I'm not, gonna I'm yeah. gonna drink out of this uh, Geek Show shot glass that you can find at middleageboners.com. <laughs> Only nine dollars. Only nine dollars. That's, yeah. that's a bargain. Shipping and handling. We're not shooting. Like, we're sipping. So you sip it. You don't. Sh- you don't shoot it. What, if, what happens if I accidentally shoot it? Well, you can go ahead. You can shoot it. That's actually really Ooh. tasty. Smooth. Isn't that smooth? Yeah. Because last time I had tequila, it burned really bad, and then I woke up some another state. Yeah. It burned. <laughs> what burned really? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> but it's, I think I may have that been on delicious. fire. That is really but tasty. It's a hundred percent agave and uh, just terrific stuff. And there's like no burn at all. There's none. Wow, it's not even wonderful. a big sip. This is gonna be bad. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I heard bad. <laughs> I heard bad. No, it's delicious. This Yum. is delicious. Mm. All See, right. I think like tequila gets a bad rap, and I'm always I think scared it does, of tequila. Yeah. But I always drink shitty tequila. Well, that's, that's <laughs> it would make me go crazy. I used to feel the same way about about uh, vodka, and then I found out that I was drinking five dollar vodka. Yeah. Exactly. You're exactly. Supposed to drink good vodka, but this is fantastic. I could. I could drink a lot of this. It tastes like it has vitamin C in it. So they, <laughs> I think I think this vodka could actually cure most diseases. It's uh, and t- help you make good decisions. It's it's wonderfully smooth, and like I said, it's 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 not a. Sh- this is one you want to enjoy. That's really tasty. Uh, so Roca Patron Silver, welcome aboard. Welcome to the basement. What's, what's, a, what's a good tequila uh, tequila um, toast? Um, you, you're my culture expert. Lachaim? No, well, that's not I'm, right. I'm going to say Via Condios. Del Fuego. Aloha. I don't know. Grilled cheese sandwiches. Mm. Mm. Tony, you didn't get... Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah. Right. How's your water, Pound Tony? It, Tony. Pound it, Tony. Pound oh, your water, shots, Tony. Shots, shots, shots. Oh, look at that crazy son of a bitch. That was water. You better be in the and totally just put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> if he would have fooled me. 
when, when I die and the great space koala comes to show me all the things that I didn't see, I'm going to be like, oh, great space koala, what did I miss? And the space koala is going to whisper, Tony was actually drinking the entire time. <laughs> he um, shows up shit-faced every day. Well, that's the truth of the giant space koala right. is he does show up shit-faced. Uh, continuing with our uh, DC, this is a, uh, usually we jump all over the that board with for- stuff, but. It stands for Distinguished Competition. Distinguished no, Competition. I haven't seen Indeed. that yet. I haven't seen I mean, it yet either. I think you're the only one, Carrie. Did you Am I it? the only one that's seen this? I've seen enough of it. I don't uh, know what that means. Well, Lee's done with it. Well, you, nope. you can't really opinions. say until you see it. I don't know. Sure you can. Put on your sweater vest and go for it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have a dance party. Let me be. This is, uh, I picked this up at uh, Best Buy. This is the gift set. Mm-hmm. The limited and numbered edition of Batman: mm. The Killing Joke, Ooh. and uh, what you get in here is you get first of all, it's a condoms. It's weird. A, it's a it's a Joker figure Yay. in there. So you get that. What's it made of? Uh, Joker plastic of some metal. Kind. It's made out of children. <laughs> you uh, you get uh, Batman: The Man Who Laughs. Ooh, it's a ah. it's a small book. Not, but why didn't they? Uh, not the comic that it. Not why didn't the comic they put Killing on? Joke in there? No, that's weird. Let's no, see. it's because you're getting the Killing Joke. Yo, no, I, I, what if I wanted to read the Killing Joke so I could say, "Hey, this this first forty five minutes isn't even oh, in the comic." I think that's it's why they did. It's written by Ed Brubaker. <laughs> it's Ed Brubaker. That's oh, why yeah. they. Ed that's Brubaker. why they didn't put it in there. So and then you, you can't get compare then it. you get the Blu Ray, of course. Yeah. And uh, and I have watched this. How's the animation? Uh, the animation's great. Okay. That's as we have always said. It's something that DC kicks Marvel's ass at. I haven't always said that. Oh, really? No, I've said I've said that they've done a very good job with their animated movies, but not until the last few years has the animation been fantastic. Oh, okay. Like we said, also it started, uh, it started with Assault on Arkham. I was going to say Assault on Arkham. That's when the animation went through the roof. Oh, okay. Well, it's it's kind of uh, I don't want to say anime style because that would be yeah, incorrect. No, that's, but fine. that's the only words that I've got. Right, but I like stylized animation. Oh, okay. Well, then then I think you'll like this. Yeah. Um, I will say this: mm-hmm. uh, the first 35, 40 minutes have been written clearly by someone who is not Alan Moore. And, and that was the only big, that was the big problem I had. And that's the only complaint I'm hearing about it. Um, no. Is that... But 35 minutes of how long of a movie? Uh, 70. Hour, <laughs> yeah, 70. So half. It's because half of the movie. Because The I'm... Killing Joke is a small yeah. graphic. It's not a long it's 21 story. pages long. It, it's, yeah. you know... If yeah. you were to, f- if you just film it, you get maybe thirty-five, right. forty minutes, and that's and that's if you really take your time with the shooting scene. Now let me, mm-hmm. and 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 I will just say this, is that once the actual Killing Joke comic book starts mm-hmm. in this movie, it is like a different movie. Right. It's it, you can just feel it hmm. because Alan Moore writes dialogue for the Joker. Well, like nobody's He's business. a crazy wizard. He's a and crazy, crazy wizard. wizards know how to write good dialogue for the Joker. The and, snakes in his beard whispered and, the dialogue yeah. to him. And <laughs> those, are, those are wizards in and his the, beard. And the guys who made this movie, you can tell, are such huge fans. It is shot for shot, line for line. You don't mess with perfection. You don't mess with perfection. And yeah. that story is considered to be one well, of the and, best and Batman stories. Because the, the beginning stuff that they put on, they put on to try to flesh out flesh that out story and give her more agency and yes. to give her a little more... Um, Oomph for when the infamous scene in the Killing Joke happens. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's supposed to it's supposed to make you care more for her when it happens. Right, it, deeper character development. And yeah, yeah, and it, and it it works to an extent, and it kind of doesn't. Question though. Well, you haven't seen it, and I'm, I have not. You have not. So. <laughs> Question though. Alan Moore is still alive, right? Yeah. Yes. No. no? 
Snakes? Yeah. The, oh, snakes, yeah. the snakes in his beard are actually the only thing alive. <laughs> no, no, he's still no, around. I'm curious alive. why they didn't just get him to write the Well, because he fucking hates DC. Oh, yeah, he hates he, comic books. He, he hates everything. He hates, Never mind. <laughs> he hates it all. Yeah, his yeah. name, if you look, his name is not on the Watchmen he, movie. I was his saying it's Watchmen, not, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And he's, he's just like, uh, and when they did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he really oh, lost he, his mind. He was really? Like, well, and he should have, because it was a shitty movie. It was. I never saw it. Well, terrible. I always heard it was terrible, so I never How dare you say it was bad? It was awful, because what a great comic but i think he's upset with the major companies the major studios mm-hmm. because they keep the rights to the stories so the yeah. artist doesn't have they always say well alan moore how dare you complain about all the money you made from Watchmen?" he's like i didn't have yeah. any say in it he didn't, <laughs> he didn't make a lot of money off that anyway well that's the whole is it todd mcfarlane who just said fuck it that's mm. why they did image yeah yeah, yeah. And that's just... why a lot of top comic talent are actually going to do indies now because yeah. they don't want to work for and we do know some people who work in the industry who are yes. saying yes we work our asses off for very little recognition, yeah. and at the end of the very day, pay. we're not making much money for, oh, I've heard, yeah. for 20 hour days. I've heard stories from going con no. to con. From, from, I, from I, somebody, hosted a, I hosted a, a, a spotlight. That's pretty I, much what I, we will, talked about. I will say 20, uh, a comic page, as it's drawn in its native format, is about twice the size of the page that you see on the, on the, yeah. on the, on the comic book. They're doing 22 of those a month. And I've, if I've heard more. If they're lucky, well, that's that's for their deadline, right? Yep. So sometimes they're doing more. You get some artists. Jim Lee, for some reason, crank out comics. He can just fast, boom. Detailed comics faster yeah. than anybody. I don't know how. I think he is in league with the snakes. and, and uh, <laughs> They're all working together. But you can't do that much work. I, I don't know how Chad manages to do Harley Quinn as fast as he does. Yeah. And, it, and with the quality that he does. Because yeah, amazing I, stuff. I, I know. I've tried to do 22 pages of a comic. It took me three months. Yeah. P.S. Congrats to Chad for it being number one. Yes. Yeah. Good yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good job. Awesome. I mean, Harley Quinn. We can retire the beaver jokes now, maybe, but still. <laughs> great, great comic. But no one writes dialogue for the Joker like Alan Moore. Nope. And and my my complaint is that in some cases, Mark Hamill didn't relish some of this dialogue that he had. Mm. He just kind of said it mm. in the character. There's some great shit that Alan Moore has in there that I wish he would have relished a little bit more. Gotcha. And, you know, and this is the voice actor in me talking. He could have relished it a little bit more. But that being said, if you love The Killing Joke, uh, by God, get it. And and you can be judgmental about the first 35 minutes or not. The the, yeah. the, the creators said that we just wanted to, to flesh out Batgirl well, a little bit more, make you care about her, I just, so that when the bad shit happens, quick, you, right. I you think care more. they just made more. odd choices. Quick, yeah. people are quick question. Go, Quick question: uh, How much did the regular Blu-ray cost? I uh, the regular one, I don't know. So maybe uh, twenty bucks, maybe seventeen, something like okay, that. Okay, so you love Killing Joke, right? Yeah, you love animation, right? Mm-hmm. You love Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Buy the fucking thing. There you go. You know what that extra half hour is? Bonus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, I I got called out on emails as well. I don't know why you this rated R. I mean, it's, it's, it's maybe a, it's maybe a PG thirteen, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, maybe a PG thirteen, and I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't have kids. But if if I had a kid, I wouldn't want to hear the following things coming out of Batgirl's mouth. Uh, it was just sex. It didn't matter. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't want my kid seeing the bloody headshots that happened yeah. in the beginning of this. And I'm not talking the Alan Moore part. Right. The beginning of this movie is, is, is very violent with some gang stuff. Well, Assault on Arkham headshots has okay. a lot of that. I wouldn't want my kid, 17 or under, mm-hmm. to see a woman shot paralyzed, undressed, and photographed. That's the part that I was just about to ask about. Then 
the picture's blown up, and, and your father is stripped nude and forced to see it. Yeah. Maybe I'm raising a wussy kid. I don't want my kid, <laughs> yeah. 17 no. or under, to see that. That's a responsible actually, parent. That's actually the part that I would have the most objection to. Because, yeah. because she's being, she's first, she's she's basically stripped of any power she's got. She's paralyzed. Exactly. And then she's she's displayed like that. Yeah. yeah. And that's the Joker's whole point. So yeah. it's it's kind of terrifying, and it works in the comic, but that's not something I'd want my kid to watch. No. Because I don't want to see that. I wouldn't want my kid stories. to read that. I, exactly. No. <laughs> well, Killing Joke wasn't written for kids. No. <laughs> I, I think I, I read it, and I was like 17. I yeah. Was, when it came out. And I was like, teenagers. when we read well, it, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Joker's an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but no, I was. I was like, oh, this is something new. <laughs> you know? The yeah. one thing that you do get that is that obviously can't be done in the comic book is you get to hear... Uh, the Joker sing his song. Oh, <laughs> I heard it loud and clear when I read the book. Yeah, he's he does that brilliantly in there. So I I think that it's a as as you said. Do you like Batman? Do you? Like, but I'd say keep it yeah. away from your kids. But that's yeah. the childless drunk talking. We've, so, been, we've been saying you know. that. I mean, seriously, Assault on Arkham came out a couple years ago, and I told my son who at the time that it came out was sixteen. Let's watch it together. Mm-hmm. And at 16, 16 is kind of you know, the end of the spectrum where you really stop worrying about what they're watching, right? Because at 16, they're going to go watch whatever the fuck they want. Anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, if you if you have some questions, watch it first. If you have kids, yes. watch it first. You know your kids. That you just know your kids sense. better than any advisory board, any disc jockey, anybody else. You know your kids. Yes. Any MPAA watch group. It, watch <laughs> it first. And if you think afterwards... My kid might have objections to this, or I have objections to this. Don't show your kid. Hey, crazy. Well, I mean, if, on the <laughs> other hand, you don't have objections to showing it to your kid, watch it with your kid so if they have questions, exactly. you can talk about it afterwards. So, my buddy Todd, watched. he went and watched Deadpool mm-hmm. by himself. Yes. His son, Wyatt, adorable little 11-year-old, mm-hmm. loves Deadpool, yeah. right? And Todd's like, so I let him watch it, but I sent him out of the room three times. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I... Get out of here. My mom had a thing. All right, come back in. I'd be curious to know what three parts it was. The montage. I'm sure the montage was uh, one. Fucking the shit out of each other. See, but that's... That kind of bugs me. Well, it depends. It depends on your values as a parent. Yeah. If you don't want your it's kid also watching that, it's then not so. Uh, to me, it's we've got. I wouldn't want to explain. I wouldn't want to explain pegging to my eleven. Sure, I, I don't want to explain really pegging, but <laughs> I also don't. Wanna, I don't want my eleven-year-old son to see three guys' heads blown off. And that might have been the part. Okay, maybe that was part well, two. And, and that was a dis- that was a discussion I was having with Joe before you guys got here about how. In this country, mm-hmm. we're awfully flip about violence, but we're weirded out right. when it comes my to mom, sex. My mom, yeah. my mom would not have had a problem with the montage at yeah. all because her exact words were, I'd rather my kids have a loving sexual exchange yeah. and get their heads blown off. So guess yeah. what? But my that's, mom had a thing called the blast shield where she put her hands over my eyes. <laughs> yeah, my mom did that. But the thing with the sex scene, too, the, nothing's shown. No, nothing no, is. Not shown. like it's any even any, the pegging. You don't up or downs. He's given her a horse. She's given him a horsey background. Yeah. yeah, but it's just vague enough that the kid's going to go. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. what They're is that? To say, well, and then two daddy has to say, uh, well, they put on a strap on a. F- no, you don't have to yeah. go that far deep. <laughs> that's called, literally that's but, called sex with food, honey. Yes, <laughs> on Thanksgiving, your mother right. and I do it too. So uh, anyway, there you go. No, we, we are we are. When you oddly, go to bed at night, that's what we do with the leftovers. We are oddly puritanical with that stuff. We really are. And for a for a nation of of uh, porn addicted gun addled degenerates, we sure are strange. Hey. Although although, did you notice that our first gold medal that we won in the Olympics this year was shooting? Really? It's, yeah. Well, <laughs> as we should, right? Uh, exactly. Spitting. What we do? Empty out of prison? Yeah. <laughs> no, so he's an ex, um, ex cop. More more DC stuff for you. Yay! Are you Yay! ready? Yes. Okay, I want to talk about Marvel. Hey, 
This is right. a Disney. Just... I want some more of that. Uh, you want some more of that? This is the fucking best I felt Isn't all day. All of a sudden, this, I feel all warm and happy about all the decisions I'm going to make. There you go, Patron. Mm. <laughs> no, it's Roca Patron. Silver. Roca Patron Silver. Thank you. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> DC stuff. Here you go. Um, yeah. You're getting a new uh, Justice League uh, cartoon. <gasps> yeah. I, I watched a trailer for. Did it. you like uh, series or like it's a series? Yeah. series. It's oh. kind of weird though because it's shorts. It's they're eleven minutes. They're long. eleven minutes long. Is it oh, on? Really? Uh, is it on Cartoon Network? Cartoon so. Network. Yeah. Yes. Um, I saw a Swamp Thing is in it. Swamp Thing. I what? saw that. Well, yeah. here's the thing. There are 152 characters appearing in season one. Yeah! Wow. Six, yes, yeah, 60 that, are superheroes, 40 are villains, the rest supporting characters, sub-villains. That, this only makes means, me, that can only mean one thing. Buona Beast. This makes me so happy. Well, I hope so. Well, how, what's how, that red, red Lantern cat? Dexter? Yeah, Dexter. He, he's in it. Oh, he's in it. Yes! Well, let me say these words. <laughs> ah, maybe this will mean something to you because it does not to me. <laughs> Space cabbie? <laughs> Shut space. the fuck up. Yeah, cabbie. he's in it. It's a stupid kid. He's a cabbie in space. I figured from the John, name. Uh, John Constantine is going to be <laughs> yeah. in it? Yeah. It's voiced, voiced by uh, the guy. The by the guy? guy? By the guy. Oh, Matt Ryan. I know, Matt but he's in does Justice League Dark. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. No, that's what I'm thinking of. He's, he's voicing. Is he he's doing the cartoon too? Oh, good. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Demon will be in it? Uh-huh. What about Etrigan? Uh, oh, that is, oh, the, that is the demon. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah. The, I'm telling you, I saw Swamp Thing. Uh uh, uh, they are promising Apocalypse Dark Side story that has not appeared in comics. Ooh. Uh, some of the stories are loosely based on comics. Apparently there's an episode where one of the creators of the show, it's his favorite comic book from when he was a kid, and that's going to be in there. Uh, uh, it so will, it's uh, it debuting will, this fall on Cartoon Network. It will uh, never match the perfection of Wonder Pig, though. <laughs> well... Because there was an episode where, oh, Cersei, Justice where Cersei turns Wonder Woman into a pig. Oh, that's right. And Batman has to sing a torch song to a bunch of women in yep. order to yeah. turn her back. I remember that episode. So there it looks cool. The, I'm excited. The, I'm excited. Look for up it. the trailer. So, so okay. fans? It was, it was, it, I'll check it out. Is it episodic? Like are there story arcs, or is it just? It, they, they haven't really said. Out? They no? haven't said. They, they haven't really said that they're going to be shorts, 11 minutes long. One of the Trinity will be in each one. Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. Um, will be in each episode, but you'll have a whole wide range of characters from Plastic Man to, you know. I just wish they would go cool. back and finish Young Justice. Oh, so do I. Every day. Some of the best animated Every day. Every, Every day. Every single I, day. So, it is so I wake good. up and I say, why oh, don't geez. they finish the Young Justice? It's so good. Listen, as long as this new series has that Green Lantern chipmunk. Chip. 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 I want, chip. I want that. Because I didn't believe it existed oh, until, someone, until someone showed me. It you know, was me. I, I was like, yes. look. I had a friend who didn't believe in the Green Lantern broccoli either. That's there, real, too. There is, a, real. there is a broccoli. Yep. Green he's Lantern. not a broccoli. Yeah, I still he's can't from, get over He's, he's from the planet Broccoli. Every day. He's a broccoli. Oh, it is kind of disturbing, isn't it? Um, we buried Gammy today. We've and got... also missed Young Justice. <laughs> That's uh, my journal entry. <laughs> he's, giving his, he's giving the eulogy. I'll always miss Grandma like I... She was great. <laughs> like I miss Young Justice. Just, God, I wish they would have finished that. Uh, <laughs> and it's the one in the back row. Preach! <laughs> that, guy, that guy knows what I'm talking about. Me, Superboy! I'm just oh, trying Superboy. to figure out why how every... How, how much how much you give me if I do that at my father's funeral? I'll give you a 12-pack of Mountain Dew and $100. $100? Ooh. Yes. But I won't, but it does, does it have to be Young Justice? As lo- yes, and as long as you let me be the guy in the back no, that yells, what preach. Do you want it? What do you want to... <laughs> Let's see, what would it be? I'll name a sandwich Firefly after Firefly or... <laughs> uh, yeah, what show ended before it should have? 
Kolchak. Oh, Knight Rider. Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Misfits of Science. The relaunch, <laughs> the, the relaunch of the Bionic Woman. I really that wish. Show did it. I miss yeah. my father yeah. like I miss the relaunch of the Bionic Woman. Gone before their Preach! time. Thank you. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it has to be shittier than that. It has to be the cape. The cape. Uh, the cape. No, no, we're, talk, like, we're talking about, so like we're talking about good shows. No, the wow, show. like the cape. I miss, okay. I miss my father. Remember, he had a cape. <laughs> I miss my father like I miss Briscoe County Jr. <laughs> Preach. Preach. Someone in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I miss my father like I miss the reboot of American Gladiators. Um, <laughs> that was Tiger. Oh, that was my, I'll have to tell you off air what a, the new DC like shows, uh, the CWDC, the DCW, uh, I believe start in October. Yes. Oh, that's um, far. And we, I know it's a ways away. That's far. It? It's not as far as you think. It's right. far. Months. Well, we got Comic-Con in September. We got, oh, we'll make it. Okay. Um, you're <laughs> getting Lex Luthor's sister. Yes. Is coming to Supergirl. Lexi Luther. Lena. It's Lena. You're Lena right. Luther. Look at him. Look at I, you with the pole. <laughs> I read the article. Um, <laughs> British actor Katie McGrath, who was last being eaten by dinosaurs in Jurassic oh, World. Oh, her. Uh, will be, she is the new CEO of Luther Corp because, and this is, this is interesting, because we've been told that the TV universe is different from the movie universe. Her brother Lex has been incarcerated. That's why she's running the business. Probably. She's the one who gets her ass. Cat and I just watched Jurassic World again uh, like two days ago as we record this, and uh, she's the one who gets her ass handed to her uh, by. She gets picked up by the pterodactyls and then drowned in the pool. Oh, she! And they keep taking her in and out and in and out and she's in and out. She's the hot assistant. Yeah. Ah. Well, oh, that's her. Then okay. the pterodactyl brings her up after like basically waterboarding her for like thirty seconds, yeah. and then the giant one comes up and just Arc. and just eats them all. Yeah. That just seemed a little. Like, a little much. It was aggressive. Uh, that is the that's Tony. my favorite scene. Tony, guess who's going to be on Supergirl? Fight Superman. Superman. Yeah. Superman. But guess, who's the... fight? guess who he gets to fight? I don't who? know. Who? Superboy. Matala. What? Matala? Yeah, Matala's coming? Supergirl? Uh-huh. I, and I, and I, saw, I saw them fighting. Somebody was fucking with their phone. Does he have... Like a, does, are you sure could it's Matala? You see the, yeah. Does he have the kryptonite in his chest? Um. Well, I mean, it was like... It was a crappy photo. They haven't added the... No, it, it was video. Oh. Okay, but maybe oh, it was like, Superman. Well, it was Superman and the Superman suit. They were fighting. Cool. No, the suit looks good too. Now that's yeah. now that, that's cool. Yeah. But Arrow is adding a character for season five. Is it Who? Dignity? <laughs> no, come on. No, is it a story that's, that's um, actually good? It's, it's Diggle's new superhero Again, name, Diggity. <laughs> I I ask my DC fans here in the room. Okay, okay. let's hear it. Uh, Ragman. What? <laughs> that's kind of cool. Ragman's <laughs> fucked up. No, I know Ragman. Yeah. That's. I yeah, like he's a supernatural guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, Joe uh, Joe Dincole has been cast as uh, Rory Reagan. <laughs> He'll appear in the second episode of the season as a man fresh from personal tragedy. Personal tragedy. Looking for answers in Star City that will lead him to encountering the Green Arrow, Ragman. Yeah, uh, he had his own series from DC. Oh, okay. Hmm. He, he he wears a tattered suit of rags that is actually made up of the souls of criminals. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That he has yeah. fought and absorbed. Okay. Yes. I remember this character. I kind of like how Arrow's going the supernatural oh, okay. route. Right. I kind of feel bad for Arrow, though, because I, I I realized while watching Suicide Squad why Arrow took the nosedive that it took, because it was getting better during the second season. Yeah. You know, when they had all the Suicide Squad characters on. <laughs> <laughs> Before... Warner Brothers said, you can't use any of these characters anymore, and if you have, you need to kill them. I was actually at, uh, at Dr. Volt's just uh, yesterday or day before, and I was upset because they had a Felicity action figure, but it didn't come with the wheelchair. 
Mm. And that's what I wanted. Yeah, that's what you want. Because that was a permanent accessory in the show. Yeah, I've got a Professor X action figure that's missing a hand. So I'll give you the wheelchair, and you can go buy that Felicity. There you go. And then you can have Actually, Shannon gave uh, Kat her very first Barbie, because she never had one as a kid. Yeah. And it's... Uh, it's <laughs> was it paraplegic Barbie? Yeah, I had two. <laughs> you had Why two? did you have two of those? I just do. It was a weird. It was a phase. <laughs> My friends. <laughs> if you say the word, we fetish. thought it was funny. I, it's terrible. <laughs> like, and I was this like, "This is worse." So we would. Everybody would buy him for each other for birthdays. <laughs> and I had two. But so. you gave it to Kat, and she's like, "I've actually never had a Barbie." Yeah, and, uh, and so she goes, "Thanks for the wheelchair Barbie." <laughs> well, and remember, I, and I've, I've still got one in my house. Yeah, well, oh, there's one in mine too. Yeah, um, they said who the big villain on Arrow is going to be this year too. Ratings. Common sense. No, it's um, I can't. I'm blanking. I, on his name I right read now. it and I blanked out. It's yeah. a. I, I didn't read this well, article. No, it's a, it was that JLA vi- villain uh-huh. that like could. Like broke into the uh, watchtower. And oh, that's, that's starts about, with a P. That's uh, about half of them. Parasite. Par- Paragon. No. Um, Pentagon. No. Oh, I'm Pentagram. Parable. No, I know. Parallelogram. He, he wears a suit and he puts discs in his head. Yeah, he's that from, guy. Um, he's from the uh, Legion of Tomorrow. It's Parapolegia Lad. Nope. That's close though. <laughs> Somebody is sitting in their fucking cubicle screaming uh, right now. Yeah. Son yeah. of a bitch! I know uh, Mr. Terrific's going to get his costume. That's good. Oh, it's about time. Yeah. That's going to. He's going to have the. Fair play and shit on his arm. I don't know. Is he? I just I, so. I, I was told that he gets his costume. This oh, they're actually T across his face. Yeah, they're actually <laughs> they're, they're they're changing it. It's gonna be fair trade. He's gonna be the champion of, champion of, of like fair good trade. good good, good wages for oh, indigent okay. farmers. That's nice. Uh, do you want to review uh, Peach Dragon and some stuff? Sure. Actually, I got a few. Well, I guess we already did Suicide Squad, so we don't need to review that again. No, we got a thing. We and, then, uh, and they did yeah. not screen Nine Lives with Kevin Spacey being turned into a cat. Boy, Shocking. Are, that there's a commercial on for that every five fucking. Minutes I just, on everything. you know, I I know this is going to be terrible, but for some reason I want to see Christopher Walken acting against a cat. Shannon and I said last night we should get shit hammered and go see it at the theater. Hello, oh, let's, let's do that, <laughs> and let's have Patron so, uh, sponsor us. Oh, yeah. that movie. Kevin Spacey, you're a cat. <laughs> Meow. I just want to see that. Walken has taken shitty roles a lot in the past 10 years. Jennifer Garner has been taking shitty roles. But why is Kevin Spacey doing this? Because he doesn't need to be in the movie, but for a few moments. Yeah. You know? Same reason. Think about it. Tracy Jordan talks about it all the time on 30 Rock. Does he? The greatest science fiction comedy ever written. How was that? Oh, he talks about taking it when he took the the role for Garfield 3. (laughs) I don't have to be in the room. I can just talk. (laughs) They'll just animate the cat. Uh, so, so no nine lives, but you yeah. did see Pete's Dragon. Saw Pete's Dragon. Now this is something very close to Shannon's heart. I know. And I, I loved it too. I tried to steal his toy last night. Yes, you did. Yeah, <laughs> and he needed to be on the news. This You're morning. an asshole. I was drunk and I wanted it. <laughs> they, they sent it to me. I have to bring it on the on the news. The best it, stories start that way. And it was funny. We actually not like like I'm taking this from you. You know what I mean? Like we went. Uh, our good friends uh, Derek and AJ were visiting from Denver. AJ's and, uh, still here. He's AJ's right still here. And, oh my uh, God, AJ! <laughs> and Chan's like, uh, like, show us your place. Like, you know, give us the tour. Like that. And so we went down there. And all of a sudden, I walked into his kitchen, and the, the, the little Elliot plushes just sit there and go, Did you fucking steal that from my house? And he's just like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told AJ, huh? AJ, I was like, I was drunk. I'm like, I'm fucking stealing this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the I, mo- now, for, for, for you youngsters who don't know, this was a movie at ni- Disney before. 1974? 74? It's, it, 
seven, it's six, the first movie six. I gave a rave review to. Yeah, as a, as a like a three year old, very young child. <laughs> this was very important. No, seriously, it's, and, I, and I've told this before the show. Yeah, my my grandma, the dearly departed sainted uh, Margie Blackburn, uh, took me to see it at the old Center Theater. Yeah, and her one of her, her favorite story about me as a little kid was dragging me out of the theater. And I'm just screaming at the people in line, waiting to see it next. And I'm just like, this is the greatest movie you have ever seen. It is amazing. Oh, my God. It's, uh, it, it was a musical. It was a musical. Uh, oh, yeah. Helen Reddy sang. Candle I'll be your candle, candle on the water. God, I hated that movie. I Honestly, I didn't care for it, but I was drawn to it for the voice actor who played the dragon. Yeah. Charlie Callis, who was always on like Match Game and yeah. those old shows that I watched as a little kid, and he he always made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, so I I was excited about that. But beyond that, I really have not much of a memory of the, of the original. I watch it once a year. You do, yeah. and I watched it uh, when I went down. Still makes me cry. Down to LA, I watched it uh, in my hotel room to just refresh. The just thing, refresh, just to see if they took anything. Here's here's the first thing. Uh, the only things that these two things have in common from the original to the remake is that there is a boy named Pete and a dragon named Elliot, and that is it. Yeah, that's it. Beyond I can that. tell that from the trailer. And, he's, and he lost his. You know, he doesn't have his parents. He's an orphan. You know, so and he doesn't have evil hillbillies. What chasing after? There's him? no, no Bill of Sale song. No, no songs. No <laughs> evil things. Oh, does he we live got in a Bill of Sale? Right does here. he live in a? Does he belongs to us? <laughs> does he live in a lighthouse? <laughs> nope. Does his crazy old uncle grandpa have a tattoo? Nope. Is <laughs> Mickey so Rooney drunk the whole thing? Nope. No. <laughs> they, don't pro- they don't promote alcoholism or anything. Uh, uh, well, that's their That's our job. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Patron. Hey, Patron. Pat- Roper um, Patron Silver. So, uh, no, the, the whole story is that this kid, it's a, it's a feral kid that uh, Bryce, Dallas, Bryce Dallas Howard plays a uh, forest ranger, finds him in, in the woods. He's been there for about six years, uh, and he has a, an imaginary dragon named Elliot that lives with him, and they find the dragon, and then Carl Urban plays a dick. Who wants to steal the dragon, and then uh, does he want to make uh, drugs out of him to sell to the people of the town? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, he yeah. wants to throw him off a building, like like in Judge Dredd, and just watch his face explode oh. right right oh. into yeah. the. He doesn't floor. go. They give the dragon slow mo. <laughs> dragon <laughs> pancreas is good for sore feet. Shit like that. No? <laughs> <laughs> he does watch this every so, year. Uh, the oh. original the original <laughs> Peach Dragon was 1977. By the way, 77. Yeah, so it's yeah. like six. Um, Star Wars. So uh, and then uh, Robert Redford plays Bryce Dallas Howard's uh, father, who actually saw Elliot when he was a kid. Does he have a tattoo? No. Does he live in a lighthouse? No. Shit. <laughs> Nobody has a tattoo in Pete's Dragon. Yeah, he's a tattoo, and he makes it dance. It's a little girl. On his arm. That was an old show on Nickelodeon. That's not true. That's Pete. I don't remember that scene either. That's not true. No, that's Pete. It Pete. could be the tequila. Okay. Uh, so no, I, it's fun. I will say this uh, though: Elliot is fucking ridiculously cute. I know, like, that's why I tried to good steal actor. Him. No, Elliot's oh, the no, dragon. Elliot's, Elliot's the dragon. dragon. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the kid. I, I love that little boy. No, I'll no. tell you, he's. Um, I saw a stuffed animal of it, and it was fucking irresistible to me. It's the got drag? like he's got like a broken one tooth and like on his fangs, and you're just like, what happened? You know, mm-hmm. and he's just he's like a puppy, and he's furry and he's adorable. It's it's a fun movie. It's cute. It's simple. The guy who directed it actually, I saw 20 minutes of it when I did another junket, and he goes, I just wanted to make like a one of those kind of children movies where kids get away with things that they really wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like like Goonies arson. and stuff like that. You know. What arson? Ar- yes, arson. arson, murder, Grand tax pal. fraud. <laughs> you know, fraud. Kids, kids do get away with tax fraud. <laughs> but all I, the time. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. So the animation's great. The the dragon's cute. Is it going to make Shannon cry? No, 
No? No. No, no. that's the old one's joke. Okay. I don't think so. Every oh. time Elliot flies away to go help another child, I'm like, don't go. I understand that. But maybe he was going to help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never got there. Just <laughs> he wouldn't just, let him leave. He got, he got lost. <laughs> But I, I think I'm at a. I can't find West Valley no, he, City. He flew to West Valley, somebody shot him. I hate him. I'm at. A, I think I had a three out of four. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. I had a good time with it. I'm All gonna right. go see it. All right, good. I'll go see it with you. Uh, and then you want to do Blu-rays? Oh, if I want you first, to. Or? Whoever's first. I got it open. I'll just fire through it. There's not a lot. Prometheus, oh, by the way. Prometheus. Yeah, we found it. It's Prometheus is the bad guy that's going to be in Arrow ah. season. Five. Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Eleven twenty-two sixty-three is the show that was on Netflix or no Hulu. 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 I liked that. It was great. Show. I thought that, it was fantastic. The, the was James Stephen Franco. King, James yep. Franco. Yeah. Time travel closet. Save uh, yep. Save JFK. It yep. was good. It was really good. I can time, I watch it. I can time yeah. travel it's in good. my closet. It's you really good. Uh, I, can, I, can, I think I'm going to time it's travel not, today. It's not Stranger Things good, but it's good. Uh, I don't know. I would say it is would you, equally would you put as good there? as Stranger okay. Things. I, I, because I, expect I love Stranger Things, except I, I was not a fan of the last episode. Oh, the ending sucked. I thought it kind of ended on a dud. You know why it sucked? They were paying tribute to Stephen King. <laughs> can't write a fucking ending. <laughs> there you, you go. Eleven twenty two sixty three was a pretty good ending. Because they said Stephen King's ending sucked. Let's write a good one. <laughs> uh, Supergirl season one. There you go. <laughs> is now out. I love her. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, I do. I love her. <laughs> do you? I love you, Supergirl. Do you love her a lot? Come here, Supergirl. Uh, don't do it. Don't go Comic-Con there. Comic Con should get her. She'd be a good get. Yeah. Huh? I know. Right. No, no. <laughs> She's not Wonder I'd Woman. Still not keeper. No, She's not Wonder yeah. Woman. That's not her no. weakness. Yeah, her weakness isn't bondage, dummy. <laughs> That's Wonder Woman. Come on. That's true. Uh, I think that might be it. Don't sure. ever come to Salt Lake Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Okay, you know, that, that could cross the line into creepy real quick. Yep. Oh, it crossed it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Games? Uh, if anyone plays Hearthstone, that card game for Blizzard, there's an expansion coming out yeah. uh, this week. I played it twice. One Night in Karazhan. That's Makes what it's called. <laughs> what? Makes a bold man humble. <laughs> I don't even know where you're going with that. Uh, well, he's singing One a Murray Head song from Chess. <laughs> Musical from the early 80s One called Night One Night in Bangkok. Bangkok. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, the other game coming out this week, the only other thing that matters is uh, No Man's Sky. Oh, my comes God. Out this week. Oh, Say that's goodbye. the big space. The big space. Say explorer. Goodbye, 18 quintillion <laughs> Planets to yep. Yep. what? Yeah, yep. say goodbye to me. Because it's procedurally generated game. So there's an algorithm that creates these worlds as you fly farther out into the galaxy. Yep. From just math, yep. you know, it says okay, and it, yep. and it, and it has yeah. these evolved creatures on there that you yep. can dis- discover and and name and Mary catalog. And supposedly, it all shares one main. Like what, the servers all share one main universe. So when you discover something and name it if someone else gets there they'll see that you discovered it discovered by lee named that's, that's the, how that's how games are going that's name how the, the indigenous but what if i want to take over his planet and rename it you can't you, do that yeah. well this game sucks now <laughs> yeah so everything's going to be called lee cade can, <laughs> can, can you take one of the pretty females home to your house <laughs> so far i haven't i haven't seen any humanoid aliens in yeah, the previews. i'm gonna know i'm gonna know when shannon's playing because it's like melissa benna was sure he's pretty there's no women on this planet <laughs> <laughs> i'm so, out of rope 
That game comes out on Tuesday on PS4 and I believe Friday on PC. I need a rope planet. So. You know how long that, that, that game's been in development for a very long time? Uh, it's been in development for quite a while. Not, I mean, there's, I mean, push back lots of delays. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. definitely delayed. Um, I want to rename planets. I, That's bullshit. I would still say, dude, there's so many planets, you won't need to rename anything. No, it doesn't just, matter. You'll, just you'll fly in another direction. Yeah. Um, uh, Niantech needs to be really careful if they do any more Oh, yeah. They're, Pokemon they're starting updates. to shoot themselves in the feet a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they've made the Pokemon so hard to catch that even like the really simple ones like Pidgeys and Dude, that, I, Rattatas are... I uh, threw three Pokeballs at a level 14 CP Pidgey. Mm-hmm. It escaped twa- three times and then ran away. And when a oh, shit, that's just it's, bullshit. It's some bullshit, right? Oh, oh, crap. No, that's like, God, that's no. like... What the fuck is going those are, on in this well, world, Those are supposed man. to be gimmies. If I've learned know? anything from Shannon is you don't throw a ball to catch something, you use rope. That's how you catch it. That's how you keep it. I need, oh, okay. I need that's a poke how you rope. keep a super girl. Yeah, so the, the problem there is, is jaded old fuckers like me go, oh... They realize that they can make more money by yeah. selling more Pokeballs in the online store. Yeah. So they make the game harder. So hopefully they'll well, and straighten they, that up and fix it. And then it. they took away any form of tracking. So yep. you you can't look you can't like search in a direction for a certain Pokemon. You don't know which direction it is or how far away it is. My favorite though is awful. the two people who So you just like wandered around? Yeah. Pretty much. Two two people accidentally found uh, legendary Pokemon that weren't supposed to be released yet. They found them and caught them and they're all excited. Iantech went into their you can't have that yet. Games and took them away. From took them, them away. Yep. What? From a Is it mistake true that they made, made the rock so into a Pokemon? I I don't know the Rockamon. I I read that uh, one of those was a hack and one of them was legit. Yeah. So regardless, but I, regardless, yeah, taking it got away. A, you got a good game. I have. We have a friend uh, in common. A good friend of ours is an accountant who's lost eleven pounds playing Pokemon. Yeah. Now, really. And has uh, reversed his diabetes from really? this exercise. Yes. No. So I'm saying it's, this game could be a tool for good. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. They need, yeah, a, they, they need to calm it down. They need to. They need to make the Pokemon easier to catch again. They need to give us a tracking feature so we yeah. know which way to head when yeah. we want to find a Pikachu right. and PvP yeah. and Pikachu. What PvP? I want to <laughs> oh, fight PvP. you. I want to fight you. Yes. I want to fight you. With they my should Charizard. definitely get that going. I yes. don't know what's going on in this world. And they need to give Shannon more rope. <laughs> uh, that's a different game. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Wonder Woman mom. He needs a Kryptonite rope. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, if you read the history of suffrage and the suffrage up movement, you'll understand why he was so big on tying her up. Right. And yeah. the fact that he was into bondage. Yeah. But still. It's a combination. You know, throwing off throwing off the, the, the shackles that the patriarchy has tied you up and was a big symbol in the <laughs> in the movement. I want to yeah. see that movie. Yes. The, the bondage, <laughs> they should make a movie Wonder about Woman. that. That Crazy dude, son of a bitch. that guy, that guy. Seriously, he was. He a, invented the lie detector. He was. Yeah, he was well, a, yeah there was. Well, he's a proto feminist. There's a there's a couple of uh, scripts that were being kicked around. What's uh, his name? William Gibson, and a polyamorist. Yeah, so he was married to multiple women. Yeah, and uh, he was Mormon. No. Oh. Yeah. And, and uh, really, uh, really anti-war. So he really believed that Wonder Woman, the message of Wonder Woman, would help people not fight so much because she was against guns. She yeah. was always breaking them and mm-hmm. good stuff. All right, is that it? We got anything else before we go? More, stay more tequila. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> interviews coming up. Oh yeah, stay tuned for the interviews. Uh, Robert Redford, Bryce Dallas Howard, and the kids, and the kids from Pete's Dragon. Uh, oh. Right after these, uh, yeah. Mr. B, if you would please. But don't you worry, Ham. I always love you best. <sighs> Thank you for staying till the end of the episode to hear Jimmy Martin yapping, friend of celebrities everywhere. Yeah. 
Hey, oh, Lee's here with us too. Uh, how'd I get here? <laughs> Whoa, Lee hello. And, Lee and Shannon what? are here. We're all here. Yeah. It's like we never left. We, not, did, we just didn't do four episodes. <laughs> no, Shannon drank so much tequila that uh, you guys, it's, it's actually. I'm fine. Well, I know, yeah. you're, I know you're fine, but I'm drunk sitting next to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, you interviewed the stars of Pete's Dragon. Yeah. And uh, including Robert Redford. And we'll Bryce get to Dallas that one. Howard. We'll get to those. Yeah. Like let's that. let's start with the kids. The kids. The kids. Uh, with Pete? Uh, well, Pete, his name is Oaks Fegley. Oh, it what? sounds like Fugly. And it's not. But it's F-E-G-L-E-Y. Fegley. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that. And then the girl who plays Natalie uh, is Una Lawrence. Who's Natalie? Well, that's the, the daughter of uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay. And then they find Pete in the forest. Just and, look. and they become friends. Give me the other one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Got, got, talking to kids is weird. Uh, they yeah. are, they're not, you know, they're not um, seasoned, I guess. Especially celebrity kids. Them, but. Yeah, celebrity kids. Celebrity you know, kids are strange. Well, not celebrity kids. Like, yeah. like, I would say Will Smith's kids are celebrity kids. These are no, just no, I mean, kids that two kids who got, stars. like, what? Like when I interviewed Dakota Fanning. She was just, it was weird. No, but that's, Dakota Fanning's a star. And that was, yeah. in, and that was in her backyard. And well, that yeah. wasn't a scheduled interview. Well, it was a scheduled <laughs> interview. I was there to clean the pool. And stab her bushes. <laughs> no, it wasn't creepy. It was just weird. Uh, so, uh, all so, right. Let's, let's talk to the kids of Pete's Dragon. Okay. It's a pleasure to meet both of you. Um, for you, what was the hardest scene to uh, to film in this one? Probably be the emotional scene with Elliot, um, where I I'm sad uh, about leaving him. Sure. And I was really it was hard because he isn't really there, and I was getting sad about this green screen leaving me. <laughs> as much as I want Elliot to be real, because he's adorable. Yeah. Um, what are you acting to on actual set? Green screen, green screen, Just pretty much, line. and like an eye line, which Sometimes is a tennis like, ball on a yeah, stick. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite Disney movie? Um, I liked all the the old animated films, like um, the Pete's Dragon, the old one, and all those. And probably this is my favorite, though. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I really liked The Jungle Book, which just came out. Oh, yeah. I loved that, and I loved the original, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Were you guys fans of the original Peace Dragon b- before doing this? I actually didn't know. Yeah, I didn't, I um, didn't, I didn't know anything I, about it. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I actually I, still seen it. <laughs> so You still haven't seen it? I still haven't seen it. I watched it last night. Were you, oh. were you upset that, it, it, that this was not a musical? I was actually kind of happy with it. You are hoping it would be? I, no, I, I was happy with it. Oh, it wasn't? <laughs> yeah. What was the auditioning process like? I went through four auditions. I had a, a tape where I filmed it on, like, a camera at home. Yeah. And then I uh, went to an audition, called, which was a callback mm. in, in New York. Then I had a, um, a screen test, which is kind of a little bit more technical. They have props there mm. and... Um, like lighting and everything, and then there is a um, a chemistry test, which is when uh, we were pretty, or I was pretty close to getting the role, and um, yeah. I had um, we had to those. do like a scene with like the Natalies and stuff, or yeah. like different yeah. girls who were gonna auditioning for the role, and that was yeah, basically the same. For <laughs> me. Yeah. What was the first thing that you connected to your character? I mean, I I bring a lot of myself to my characters. I like to think sure. so. Um, probably my sense of I want to to know things. I'm curious, as well as um, 
he is he, he wants to learn but he's also scared of the of the world yeah. around him um and i thought i think he, he um he, he isn't scared to learn yeah. and i i think that's that's what i i bring to my yeah i would say the same thing i mean natalie's a very curious character yeah. like the fact that she follows pete out into the woods i mean that shows like how curious she is so like who who is this boy yeah. and um yeah i guess i'm kind of a curious person myself so. mm-hmm. and don't don't be scared to learn <laughs> don't be scared to learn. <laughs> pleasure to meet both you guys thank Sweet. you so much there we go um kids they're adorable um uh, i will say this um there's times when you interview somebody and you they treat it as this it's their job. Yeah. Whereas some of them are just happy to be there and just having fun talking to people. Bryce Dallas Howard is bubbly and fun, and I could hang out with her all day. Really? Long. She well, obviously she's a well, she's a milf. Oh, is she she is a mom. Oh yeah, she's a mommy. Oh well, she's a gorgeous mommy. Yeah. But uh, but she's also. Just you, you just get an energy vibe from her. Like she's just like because every time you ask her a question, she goes, "Oh, she's yes, this answer." You ask her how how she came from Ron Howard. <laughs> yeah, how did how did that her mom? How are you? Yeah. I'm just wondering if genetically connected to Ron Howard. I'm just wondering if if Ron Howard had been born Cunningham. If Ron Howard had been born a woman, if he would have grown up hot. No. Have you seen your uncle? No. It's all <laughs> the mom. Uncle Clint. Clint. Uncle Clint. Oh. Mom side. I would have yeah. brought up Clint Howard, man. <laughs> he was great in Star Trek. He was. Yeah, she she she, she called Tranya. She it's dodged delightful. that Neanderthal thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, she's uh. She, was, well, she was great in the Jurassic World, and uh, she, yeah, she was great in that. She's yeah. she's fun in this. Uh, she it, was the only good thing in Sp- uh, Spider Man Three. I would. She was. Yeah. In Spider-Man 3. That's she, she was. Gwen was uh, Stacy. She was Gwen Stacy. She was Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Is that right? She was Spider Man. Yeah. Did she have blonde hair in that one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's why you didn't recognize her. Yeah. All right. Why are you a velociraptor? Yes. He's yeah. Jurassic World. Yeah. It's because he drank all that tequila. And, uh, <laughs> and, and and I drank a bunch of... Uh, he drank the danger rum. I brought I, it down. I've had two shots of danger rum. I brought it down just to show it on Periscope, and he's been drinking and it. I put it in my yeah. mouth. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, here here is uh, Jimmy. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Oh, same here. Thank you. <laughs> in, in the movie industry right now, we've got a lot of reboots, reimaginations like that. Do you think there's anything that's off limits or is everything game? Oh, I think, you know what? I think everything is game because it's, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it, for instance, with my own work, mm-hmm. I'm, I get so inspired by the things that I see and by, you know, performances that I see or stories that I hear. And, um, and I mean, it all kind of, you know, everything all kind of folds together into one. And so, um, when it comes to like you know we're all just trying to tell stories sure what initially uh, excited you about this project well i mean first off i was just really curious about it because yeah. i love the original <laughs> pete's dragon from 1977 sure and i was sort of like what are they gonna do you know what are they gonna do and i read the script and um and what i loved about it was that it was you know it's definitely inspired by the original film mm-hmm. in that it's you know in its central characters that it's about a little boy who's lost his family who's best friend is is a dragon sure um and the themes are very similar and the title is the same <laughs> um but other than that it's it's really its own original film sure. and and a beautiful one i mean it's a it's a magical story isn't yeah. it i mean <laughs> i really I'm, i can't wait for my kids to see this were you upset that it wasn't a musical no 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 <laughs> no because that's you know i kind of was like what are they going to redo the songs like what yeah. you know i mean there was something about that movie that um, 
I mean, I, I just, I, I'm glad that I'm not having to try to compete and, <laughs> and you know, sing, sing songs in the same manner as the original. Speaking of reboots, uh, if you could reboot one of your favorite movies of all time, what would you do? You know what? I would probably, gosh, it's, I, I would want some, something with The Last Unicorn. I love the movie The Last Unicorn. <laughs> It's a good one. Yeah, or I'd want to do like a live action version of Little Mermaid and and, and play maybe I guess Ariel's mother be, <laughs> at this point. You, you got the red hair. You'd be Ariel. Oh, I think easily you'd be Ariel. Uh, for you in in your career, what attracts you to a project? You know what? Honestly, a lot of different things attract me to a project. It's it's um, there's not necessarily like a formula or anything. Um, I mean, the director is always really important because that's ultimately at the end of the day that's. That's who the storyteller is going to be. Sure. Um, um, and then, I mean, I I, I have kids now, it, mm. it, and so doing, you know, telling a story that I feel is going to contribute something or kind of push us in a positive direction, and and um, you know that that's something that that is definitely important to me. I, I actually just watched the original again last night in no in my in my room, and, and it's one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. What is one of your favorite Disney movies of all time? Uh, you know what? I would probably say going back to the Little Mermaid. Yeah, it was one I think because maybe just simply because she had red hair, <laughs> but it just I I think I was in second or third grade and. And the songs, you know, it just sure. it hit a sweet spot for yeah. me and all my girlfriends. We just <laughs> we were we were acting out that movie pretty yeah. much nonstop for about probably half a decade. <laughs> and, and we mentioned that it's a musical, and it's one of my favorite questions to ask anybody because I think it tells a lot about a person. What is your go-to karaoke song? Oh my gosh, <laughs> um, um, that's something that my husband and I are always talking about. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Lately, I've been kind of leaning on Dancing Queen. Nice. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolute pleasure meeting Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Have a great day. All right. Now, the now big, it's the big man. The time legend. To, it's time to talk to a neighbor. Oh, yeah. He's a local. He's oh, Well, when I first sat down, he goes, they're like, uh, they always say, oh, this is James Martin. He's from Salt Lake City. And he really popped up and goes, oh, have we met before? And I go, no. No, because Sean Means has been <laughs> hoarding you. <laughs> What's he going to say it? Pow! Precious. <laughs> that man loves that man. He does. Like, unconditionally. Yes. Like a child. Yes. Uh, Robert Redford is, first of all, a fucking legend. Well, I mean, yeah. It's, is it's, he? Uh, yeah. yeah. Is he? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is he? Yes. Yeah. He's Jeremiah Johnson. Is he's, he? Yes. He's the Sundance Kid. He is the Sundance Kid. Oh, what has he done? He's, yes. He's, yeah, what he's, has he done? He's, he's sneakers. He's Condor from Three <laughs> Days of the Condor. I, I know. A river runs through it. My mom had my mom had a Robert Redford poster when I was a little kid. He's so. the electric horseman. Yeah, he is. And I think he turns 80 this month. Does he? Yeah. Oh, man. I think someone actually goes, he's kind of rough looking. I'm like, fuck, if I look like well, that I when I'm say, 80, yeah. fuck that, I'll take it. Yeah. I, I just got to say, sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, well, it's important. It, it wasn't a thing in the 70s. That's true. I know. Uh, uh, unless you were Jodie Foster. But seriously, go back, kids, if you haven't seen Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Three Days of the Condor. It's it, it's such good movies. I mean, Or watch The Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is terrific. <laughs> in that. He's, hey, an, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, amazing. I mean, the guy is, I, I always say, he's a legend. And uh, it was just more fun talking to the questions you'll hear coming up. Because I, I want to get into his brain in the sense because he's, 
obviously Sundance Film Festival, yeah. I mean, the, the creator of it. Just asking about like, Indecent Proposal. What? Just asking about Indecent Proposal. I did oh, not. Yeah. But I would fuck Demi Moore for a million dollars, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was the plot. Yeah, I don't think that was yeah. it. Yeah, no. yeah, he did. That, that Robert Redford got paid to... No, he gave... <laughs> A million yeah, dollars. but you made it sound like you'd yeah, make the, the sacrifice. Saying, if I was Woody Harrelson, I'd do it you're too. Like, you're like, oh, okay. to me, Moore gave me a million dollars, and we had the. Sex. Okay, I guess, lady. I guess I'll give you the honor. Here you go, but only for a million dollars. Only, I'll give you the honor. Give me a million dollars, GI Jane. I love Let's that. go. That quote has gotten you in more trouble than it has. That's true. <laughs> All right, my well, so, KSL buddy says hi. Uh, so, so, so here, here is Jimmy. And the here is a legend and Jimmy Martin. <laughs> Boom. No, it's I was two I, legends. I said that wrong. I was gonna say two legends. <laughs> All right, just here. Listen. Go. It's an absolute honor to meet you, sir. Well, thank you. In the in the movie industry today, you've got remakes, reboots, reimaginations. In your opinion, is anything off limits? Through I like the idea of experimenting and trying new things. Yeah. And this was one of them. Yeah. Uh, this was so different from what I've been doing before. Mm-hmm. Also, it allowed me a chance to go back to my own childhood and, and sort of re-experience it. Obviously, with Sundance Film Festival in, in Utah, um, where do you see the future of Hollywood versus independent film going? Where is it? Do you think it's going to stay in theaters and whatnot, or do you think it's going to start pulling back to people in their own home experiences? Well, I can only answer that with uh, hope, that it does not go to that. I, I, yeah. I would hate to see... I think film is best experienced in, in the dark with other people in the same room. Yeah with one screen telling one story that everybody experiences. Mm-hmm. Once you start taking having technology overtake that experience by having everything reduced to a screen in front of you mm-hmm. or even a smaller screen in your hand, yeah. to me, you're losing the value of, of the real value of, of movie, mm-hmm. film. So that's already happening, and I hope it I hope it doesn't continue too much. I hope there will always be theaters to go to to see film. So that may be an old-fashioned idea, but it's one I really believe. I think it's important. You've had an amazing career. What still excites you about either getting in front of or behind the camera? Just the idea of a new story to be told. Yeah. A new story to be told, new people to work with, colleagues, new colleagues, fellow actors. It's always exciting. For this role, what attracted you initially to the project? A chance to return to my own childhood. Yeah. To be able to relive times when I was a kid where I, I remember getting all excited when I heard Once Upon a Time. <laughs> what was your favorite uh, Disney movie growing up? Bambi. Bambi. Bambi, when I was, probably that was the film that made me eventually an environmentalist because oh, wow. in, I think it was around 1940. I must have been about seven or eight, something like that. And 42, 40, it was in the early 40s during the war years. And I went to see it. It was about a deer, and um, it, it had such impact. It hit me so hard that I, I, went, I saw it many times over. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point I realized there was a relationship because it was about an animal in a forest. And I think that hit me so hard, it stayed with me to the point where I, when I became an adult, and a tremendous value of nature and animals. Mm-hmm. So Sundance, for example, which is not far from where you are, nope. <laughs> that... There's 5,000. It started with two acres back in 1963. <laughs> now it's 5,000 acres. But it's acreage that's been preserved because you know what it's like around. It's mm-hmm. development everywhere. Yeah. And development going very much almost out of control in some places. So the idea of preserving something that's pure nature, to me, became more and more attractive as time went on. So this film kind of reflects that. It's a favorite question of mine. I hope you have a fun answer to it. <laughs> I think it tells a lot about a person. What is your go-to karaoke song? 
Karaoke? Yeah. I don't have one. You don't have one? I've never done karaoke. I probably won't. Never? No. <laughs> there, there's my song. It's the song not sung. That's now that's uh, the 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 film conversation. Yeah. That was interesting to me. I to me he's so passionate about movie theaters. Yes. I think and it and, he, and I and I agree with him but at the same time, boy, shut I, the people up, you know? It's it's a hard argument to make. I yeah. mean, in the sense do I pay $30 to take or let's see. No. Lee, family of four. How many? How much does it go to the movie theater? Eighty. Uh, <laughs> no, if, if, if I'm taking like if I go to the one in Sugar House and I'm taking everybody, it's it's just about fifty bucks. Okay, but then plus, do you ever get concessions? Well, and, no, because okay. they're not friendly to our oh, lifestyle. Yeah, no, right. That's right. But, so let's say if you do get popcorn and sodas and shit like that, you're looking at like eighty bucks. But I'd also like I to think... ask all of these big celebrity movie star people that are saying that we need to stay in theaters to watch our movies. When was the last time you were in a general population movie theater? Right. Well, then you could ask the same question of me. I well, you know because you've read it. <laughs> well, like I have, like I said, I, I paid for movies for the first time in years over the last like couple of years because because uh, those me, goddamn me, comfy me, seats. Well, no, because me and the Mangler we go to see movies, mm-hmm. right? And uh, yeah, it's like I said, forty bucks just for the tickets uh, for IMAX, three D, uh, probably eighteen to twenty dollars for concessions. Sure, yeah, you know, and, I, and people uh, are jerks. I'm with I'm with Redford. I, it's hope. That, yeah, that I, it, it can get back to the way it should be. Well, I, and I I love going to see the screeners. You know what I mean with you guys and and people that are there to see that movie. I wouldn't. It's, it's I wouldn't, a great I wouldn't care, great experience. I wouldn't care if they would just enforce people being quiet in the theaters. That's, and that's where we're spoiled. But you know, well, and that's that's where my Return of the Usher thing. Yep, I, I'm telling you, Hollywood, don't spend money yep, on yep. these new ways to display your film. Yep. Create some jobs, yep. <laughs> and you know, hire ushers. Well, that's twelve that's, bucks that's, an hour, maybe, to stand there and say, "Hey, to, asshole, don't to talk." To stand there and, and yeah, and and you maybe you get to see the Suicide Squad <laughs> for free a dozen times. You know, <laughs> all right. So that's it. There you go. Thank there you, go. you. All right. Thank you, Jimmy. We'll see you next week. <laughs>